Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 8 of the Sofa Chronicles. As always, I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, my, just my everything, Mr. Jacob Giles. Hey, babe. Hey, you doing, sweetheart? Good now. Oh, I'm so happy for you today. Really? Why? Why? Because you went on people today and didn't get extremely angry. No, I, I wouldn't say that. You were upset. You just didn't get all like slapping people in the back of the head. Get them out of the way. That was the only reason I was upset because I can't stand walking slow. Well, you still didn't murder anyone, so that's that's a plus. Yeah, no, not today. Yeah, look at you adulting. Yeah. So who's our guest today? Our guest today is the very handsomely dressed, dapper Mr. Cody Weaver, who uh, by far is the best guest you get best dressed guest we've had in here uh ever so far for the history that. of the show i don't know sam sean and Lindsay, they were they were adorable and then yeah, they mac, were adorable mac but mac got them late because she had to paint her face on she did so i don't think he painted his face on but his haircut's real nice Nah, he just woke up like that <sighs> so pretty mm-hmm I just noticed that one side of your haircut has a slight fade to it, and the other side does not. Yes, so you guys are getting different versions, because you get the high and tight, and he gets the medium fade. So, But why? Well, you know, $10 haircuts that tend to do that. A little closer. Or louder. Or both. But anyways, so I why? Didn't know that, uh, I didn't know that a $10 t-shirt, or $10 TJ Maxx clearance item, and some fucking $5 pants would... Make me look handsome and dapper, but uh, you do. I mean, you're you're killing it, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, and you're you. tan compared yeah. to us being. Well, I'm white. He's. Burnt. I'm. I'm starting to brown up nicely. You are. You're still burnt. So. Well, yeah, it's because the other day at work, I was like, I'm gonna get some sun on my head, and left my hat off for like three hours on Giddens Road, where there was no shade anywhere. So instead of the window, he's just. All red on top. Yeah, all all the way. Put it oh, back on, man. Put it, yeah, put it back gotta, on. Gotta put that back on. Put the Why? hat back on. Why? Because it's bright. It's and br- now it's reflecting. Freshly shaved. This why it's shiny. Mm-hmm. Mm. Freshly waxed. No, I didn't wax it. I can tell. Did you cut and buff it? Did I? Did I cut and buff it? Is that what you said? Yeah. No, I did not. It sounded like you said. Did you cut a muff in it? Wow. <laughs> Your ears are terrible. You got to think. I'm wearing a headphone, so I'm getting it twice at two different times. Snug <sighs> as a bug in a rug with a muff. Ooh. Anywho's, Mr. Muff. <laughs> <laughs> Add that one to the nickname Tackle Box. No. <laughs> <laughs> No. See here, you got Mule, no. Hammer Prime, Autobots. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? No. Yes. Is it, is it a burden? <laughs> is it, it's starting to be. Do you have to do you have to check it in when you through TSA when you get on an airplane? <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Sofa Chronicles. It's who, been uh, great. <laughs> who edits this? No, we don't there edit no it. Edits. Oh well, who takes care of all the posts? This guy. Roll the fucking credits. It's over. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. We are out. (laughs) We're not. All right, I'm out. (laughs) You're not either. I mean, you're the one who rocks out, skies out, thighs out. Well, yeah, I actually have legs now. 
Well, not that you I have didn't before. before, but you know, <laughs> did, they, did they just magically show up? Yeah, I'd, I'd you went from being you went from being a Lieutenant Dan to Leg yeah. Man, Lieutenant Tan. Oh, I see what you did there. Nice. I like it. Lieutenant Dan to Lieutenant Tan. No, I'm actually doing squats the right way, so I don't have chicken legs anymore. So proud of you. Yeah. Why? Why what? Why are you proud of me? Because you're embracing that. Because you're just like, I don't want to talk about it. Leave it alone. I'm sorry, what are we talking about? Your nicknames. Well, Y'all won't let it die, so I just, I have to... I have to do something. Crying about it's not going to solve my problems. It's definitely not, but it helps you pick up the weight at the gym. Can I ask you a question? (laughs) You just did. Would you like to ask me another one? I would. How many squats have you done with your third leg? (laughs) (laughs) All right. See y'all later. (laughs) Roll the fucking credits again. Roll the fucking credits. In other words, what I'm hearing is don't be a bitch and answer the question. Uh, None. Because it doesn't bend. According to John Bass, it deadlifts, though. <clears throat> At least it's not quitter time. We need to get him in here. We do. Have you met John Bass by chance? I oh, have no. Not. All right. John, well, ooh, John Bass, if he walks through that door, he's turning sideways and then probably shoving it open to walk through that door. It's a large man. He's he, a very large human. I guarantee you the only part of that fridge that you would see is probably the top left and right corners. Other than that, you're not seeing that fridge. Yeah, no, he is, he is a he's large human. He's as wide and as deep as that fridge. Like, I love him dearly. Like I don't struggle to get my hands to touch when I hug people. When I hug John Bass, I'm I'm barely touching fingertips, and that's that's him helping. Yeah, that's him bringing <laughs> yeah, him that's, bringing you into his body when he gives you a hug. All the air out of his body. Yes, yeah, basically all the air out of your body. All the air out of your body. <laughs> yeah. So you're just there hoping to not die while giving him a hug because you're so happy to see him. Yeah. But then again, he's also like, I pick things up, put them down. (laughs) Dylan, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Does he have the Arnold accent? No. No, but. I feel like he could do it. I feel like he's. he's, I feel like he could, yeah. He's big enough that it just comes natural. Yeah, I got a little piece of the Arnold accent off off the way you. Way you it made was, him it sound. Was meant. Okay. Yeah, he did. It was intentional. Here's, here's the sad part. Wearing a new hat, this. too. I am wearing a new hat. Um, he says he's the littlest of his brothers. But I, I am scared to believe that. That's terrifying. That's Hogwarts shit. So yeah. he's 6'3? Six, 6'4? Six, he's, he's a shade taller than I am. So yeah, he's probably about 6'3. So he's 6'3. He's, I want to say <clears> two <throat> or three of his brothers, I forget how many he has, are like 6'7, six, 6'8. Six, John Bass right. is 360. Yeah. So John Bass is 6'3, three, 360. His brothers are roughly 6'7, six, 6'8, six, or 6'9, somewhere in there, pushing four bills. Yeah. And they're not fat. No. They're, John's they're not fat. Just, John's. They're just, tr- they're, he is. they're living, breathing, walking trees. Things like trying to push them into pro wrestling. They sound like the perfect. I don't know. I, I don't want no to try idea. to push him ever to yeah. anything other than to love me. <laughs> That's you, it. You could try to push him. I mean, I could push him with my car. <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. feel like I would totally. So. I mean, if we try to push him with the Yada, the Yada's losing. No, he just walk over the Miata. His legs don't go real high. He'll just stop it with his foot. Well, yeah, that'd be the first step. I, I would say, I would say out of all the vehicles here, I feel like Matajo would have the best chance to like actually make him move backwards. 
If it was in four low, I think so. Because my truck, I think he'd just pick it up. Yeah, when are you going to let us deadlift your truck? When I can get Dad's dually. What? No, your truck. Yeah, when I can get Dad's dually. What does that have to do with your Dad's dually? So I have a way to get around while y'all are using my truck? Well, why wouldn't you be there? Because I have stuff to do. You have, you make it sound like we're going to have it all weekend. You might have it when I need to go do things. But you're going to be there for the thing. Maybe not. I've let you drive that truck for what? Two, three weeks? Well, yeah, but... And then you borrowed the Tahoe for what? A couple months? No, it wasn't that long. It was... Al- I think it was almost two months. I don't remember if it was... At it, two was months. it was a solid six weeks. I know that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was close to two months. I was real popular driving that thing, too. Yeah. And then I ended up talking to that cop. You started doing donuts around? I did. Hmm. Yeah, he's like, I don't know who that is. I was glad he didn't get in close to the Tahoe. I would have had to shoot him. I mean, the thought crossed my mind. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're uh, we're heading home from somewhere. He's like, I need to make a pit stop at the fire station. I had to poop. He did. I'm like, all right, cool. Not an issue. Loxley Police is sitting at the fire station for some odd reason. So he just goes into Tahoe, just starts doing donuts around him, just circling. And I'm just sitting in the middle of the road going, I'm really curious how this is going to end up. Because I'm either losing a friend, losing Tahoe, or losing both. So You're still here. I am. Tahoe's, Tahoe's still Tahoe. here. Yeah. Tahoe's still here. Exactly. Yeah, the cop just ended up rolling his window down and go, I think your friend's a moron. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, I just pulled up beside him. Sup, bro? Oh, hey, it's you. Yeah, I gotta go poop. And that was, that was the end of it. Yeah. Did you ever consider what if you didn't know who was in the vehicle? Yeah. How'd that go? I mean, I knew who it was, so that was where the consideration went. (laughs) (laughs) That was the end of considerations. Absolutely sending it. Well, luckily, Loxley, Loxley Police, they know the majority of my vehicles for good reasons. So, because like I said, he borrowed the truck and the Tahoe for a while. And so they were learning whose vehicles they were. Um, But they already knew the truck because of me and going through there and getting pulled over enough. Um, He, who did you piss off? It was a sheriff deputy. No, sir. It was a state trooper. Oh, yeah. So he was, Mm. when he was borrowing my truck, he got pulled over by the state trooper. Same one three times? Three times. And the state trooper kept asking the same question. We doing this again? He was madder and madder every time he stopped me. First time he stopped me, um, I actually, first time he stopped me was at a checkpoint they had on 64. And I roll up in there and someone else's truck without my driver's license. And I had my gun and his expired tag on the truck. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All the nose. That's a lot it, of strikes. It's a lot of strikes. No, yeah. And he walks up to the window which I don't know if you noticed the windows on his truck. They're pretty dark. So he turned his flashlight on and it didn't get very bright in the truck. So I rolled the window down and he said, where are you going? <clears throat> well, I thought I was going home. He said, okay, where do I know you from? It's like, I'm a Lieutenant in Loxley fire department. Ah, there it is. This is a young guy. He's my age. And he said, okay, let me see your driver's license. Yeah, I can't. He said, what? I said, I don't have my license. He just he just stutters. He just sits there. It's like, you, what? you don't have your license, but you're driving. Mm-hmm. 
Where are you coming from? The fire station. We just had a call. So you went on a call with no driver's license? Did you drive? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> I plead the fifth. He said, okay. Do you have any weapons? So yeah, I have my pistol. I'm going to take a stab and say you don't have a pistol permit with you either. Mm-mm. All right. So when it's too dark, you didn't have a seatbelt on. You don't have your driver's license. You don't have your pistol permit. And your tag is expired. You're in doing fantastic, to, fantastic, sir. In fairness to me, it's not my truck. He said, oh, no, that does not help you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That just added another check. To the there was a Loxley cop sitting there, and he saw me. He saw that it was me. And he gets out, and he's like, hey, man, I don't know how bad he fucked up, if he fucked up. But let him go. We'll get him later. And the guy was like, well, he didn't really fuck up. He just made dumb decisions and got on the road with him. So, yeah, that was the first time I met him in your truck. Second time he pulled me over on 68 because he saw how dark the window tent was and then got behind me and saw the tag was expired. Again. Again. So he comes up to the truck. Oh, hey there. I said, hey. <laughs> Still not my truck. <laughs> the third time he pulled me over uh, on Holly Street, I saw him get mad. Like, I saw his Tahoe get mad. He put his <laughs> Mount Me hat on mad. And he come walking up to the window and he said, I can't believe we're doing this again. It's like, I mean, you are in charge of this situation right now. I... I don't I don't have a good answer for you here. I don't have words. I don't really have anything. He said, get the fuck out of here. Okay, bye now. <laughs> I think answer is that when I finally got the tag updated. You, you did, because I called you. I said, hey, man, third time in two months. <laughs> I remembered you. Well, yeah, I mean, I, see him on the inter- I was seeing him on a regular basis. I, I can tell. Other <laughs> than that. At least it wasn't a... It was... It was a first stop every time he stopped you. Oh, I'm having to replay yeah. and remember. Yeah. No, I got memorable vehicles. Uh, mm. So I know one time I got pulled over by the same uh, policeman in Daphne. They were years apart, but I, I have a white 92 Silverado that has uh, like the heartbeat edition decal on it. And this is probably five years apart. And both times he pulled me over for speeding. First time he goes, all right, well, learn how to slow down. Next time you lose your truck. All right, cool, whatever, man. I was probably 17 or 18 at the time. Said about five years later, pulls me over. Huh, I remember you. I pulled you over a couple years ago. Told you if you didn't slow down, you're going to lose your truck. Like, yep. He goes, I'm surprised you still got this thing. Yep. Because you think I'm going to take your truck from him today, do you? <laughs> yep. Because I was going fast. He's like, you were. Well, you pulled over safe. You didn't do anything wrong, but this is your second strike with this vehicle. Do it again. It's gone. Like, got you, Captain. Heard you. So, uh, and then I got a friend of mine. He works for Foley Police Department. Uh, he was driving one of their Tauruses. I think the show is what they got over there. And I don't know where he lives. At. I know he lives north of here. And uh, every morning he would see me while I go to work because we both head towards Foley. I work at Somerdale. He would mess with me every day that he saw me in the cop car. 
either he blue light me or he'd hit his little siren or something. But every day he was doing it. I didn't know it was him until I until he got back in his Tahoe and I got to ask him, Hey, were you messing with me in the car? He goes, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Man, come on. So I, I passed the same cop every morning going to work. And it's a 55 right there, and I passed him doing like 78 every morning. He lights me up every morning, but he's doing the same thing I'm doing. Like he's pulling at least 80, and we just pass each other every morning. He lights me up, yeah. and I don't ever check up. I don't ever even hit the brakes. And one day he's going to call me, and it, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have the same conversation with myself every morning. Like, am I going to run? Like, can I run with this Hyundai? Can I do it? But so every time we pass each other, it's right there, which, Josh, you know, King Lane is right there off to the right. Yeah. I could hit King Lane and he would never know I was in there. <laughs> now, how far I can get in there with that Hyundai, not 100% sure. Oh, you could probably make it at least to the railroad tracks. Yeah. He would never know I was in there. Mm. So I just I just keep sending it. Yeah, I tried hiding from a cop once. It didn't go very well. Yeah. No, I've never tried to hide. I knew I couldn't do it. Well, I... I was coming home from Gulf Shores. I don't remember what I was doing. I know I was speeding. I know that. And I uh, I know that the cops saw me. And I watched him turn around. And if you go past County Road 4, go a little ways up, um, I turned off in between a gas station and uh, I don't remember where it was. But I turned off Turned the lights off, pretending I was getting ready to go into the, the convenience store. He goes, huh, no. He just managed to pull up, turn his lights on. It was real pretty blue and white for a while. I was like, hey, man, how are you doing? He goes, hey, man, doing great now. Said, All right, why? What's up? What's, how are you feeling tonight, sir? He goes, hmm, doing great now that I got you. Thanks. We started talking and everything. It's like, I'm I'm glad I pulled you over. Go, Why is that? It's like, well, you got me in just the right spot where everybody knows there's a police officer. They're going to slow down because they see the lights going. It's like, huh, well, does that mean if I'm helping you bring uh, <laughs> attention to the situation going on, you're going to let me out of this? <laughs> no. no. It's like, oh. You're the reason I'm in this situation. Like, you're the reason why I'm here. It's like, exactly. I know, but I'm helping you bring awareness to the area of slow down. Like, you're trying real hard to get out of this, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, sure am. Yeah, exactly. I would like to turn this into a dramatization, please. But, uh, but yeah, it, um, there's been many times where I've had vehicles like the red truck I have and the white truck I have. Other people have trucks very similar to them. Are you okay? Very nice. Sir? That was, was yawning. That was this it's barely past five o'clock in the evening and you're yawning already? Am I not allowed to be sleepy? It's barely five o'clock in the evening, and you're yawning already? Bitch, didn't you take a nap before we started doing this? No, I didn't. Pretty sure you were snoozing hard on that couch earlier. Oh, no, I didn't hear me sleep. I did. Oh, I thought it may have been Carly snoring. No, it was definitely you. I heard you. Anyways, so I have other vehicles that, you know, that are noticeable. I've had cops pull me over because other people have vehicles that look like mine. They're like, hey... Were you doing this such and such time? The other, whatever day, I'm like, huh, no, definitely not, sir. Because there's a, at the time, there's a white truck, the same bike style as my 92, 
but it just had one giant red stripe. But look, the stripe style was exactly what I got on mine. The dude ran from the cops. He ran from Loxley Daphne and pulled off in towards uh, Spanish Fort and then just kind of disappeared. They saw me later on in the week down in Daphne and I got pulled over and they're like, hey, did you run from us the other night? Sure didn't. I can't believe they just like fucking asked you and You're just right. didn't know the answer. <laughs> hey man, just just curious, you know, asking for a friend. It happens more often than you think. To well, me. that's poor police work. It is. <laughs> like it really is. And then uh there's a young kid in Foley. He has uh, a blue a white and blue Miata like mine, but his stripes aren't as wide as mine. And he has um, just an obnoxiously garbage sounding exhaust and he redlines that thing everywhere like he drives it on the on the limiter for reasons that i don't know and i had a foley cop pull me over hey man why do you drive around like this all the time like hey man this is the first time this car's moved in months so the kid you're looking for is half my age and probably darker than i am and that cop just kind of looked at me and goes what? It's like, dude, I just moved this car for the first time probably four or five months. You're looking for a young kid who's stupid. Like, I hate to break your heart, but it's not me that you're looking for. Approximately, because I've heard you tell quite a few stories about being pulled over. How many times do you think you've been pulled over in the last 10 years? So <laughs> that's, that's the answer I was looking for. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. See what had happened was. The most, <laughs> most recent time that I can think of that was actually checked for me, I was on the way to work. It was last year as I got pulled over. Um, I was on the way to work at Mobile, and at this time I was waking up at 3 in the morning be there by 5, 5.30. Oh. So I'm going through Robertsdale. The the young kid who pulled me over, he you know, said, hey, you're speeding. You're going a little fast. I was probably doing maybe 10 over. And he's like, okay, well, just give me your license and all that jazz, and I'll come back in a minute. All right, cool. Not an issue. And in my head, I've already decided, if I get a ticket, I'm just going to go back to the house. I'm calling it a day. It's 4-something in the morning. I'm starting my day off with a ticket. It's not going to be a good day. It took him 20 minutes to get to the very end or the very start of when I got pulled over in 2005. So I don't know how many times I've been pulled over, but it took him 20 minutes worth of reading the amount of times I've been warned been ticketed, been whatever. It took him 20 minutes to read my record. He, and he comes back to the truck. He's like, hey, man, your first time you got pulled over was in 2005. I know that thanks for telling me this. What does that mean? Like, why are you bringing this up? He goes, you don't ever get breaks, do you? <sighs> I, I did not have the heart to tell him that I've got plenty of breaks. But I'm like, no, not in the last couple of years I haven't, man. He goes, well, I'm going to do you solid. Nobody's really on the road. You weren't causing anybody real real harm. Just slow down through here. I'm going to let you go. All right. Appreciate it, man. And some odd reason, it had that moment of, why? Why <laughs> did you just let me go? I'm glad I didn't ask him. Right. I wanted to. It was there. But when that moment of why is he taking so long? And then he comes back and he just starts saying, it took me this long to read through your traffic reports. 
you need to slow down. <laughs> Have you ever thought about getting it framed? Or yeah. maybe put on a scroll. I mean, I'd have to have someone willing to print out my my uh, driving record. Be sweet though. I mean, I got my license suspended at seventeen on accident. Oh, me too. And my parents still don't know about it until right now when they listen to this podcast. Oh, mine did. <laughs> mine found out real quick. <clears throat> so. I had to. I had to use the officer's cell phone. Hey, mom. Hmm. I want you to know something. I didn't know my license was suspended. Have I told you how pretty you are? Have I told you just how beautiful all five foot two you are today? Because <laughs> I got to let you know something. Your car is currently on the back of a flatbed heading to the impound lot. Oh, man. I love you very, very much. Also, I need someone to come pick me up because the cop's not giving me a ride home. <laughs> love you, Mom. I had my permit suspended. My, my, Whoa. Yeah. That's that's hardcore. That's next level shit. That's professional. I got a phone call at like 1.30 a.m. from my, my best friend at the time, who was a female, and she's like, hey, I'm drunk as shit at this party. And I was like, well, that's not a good start to this phone call. No. And uh, she's like, I'm surrounded by dudes. All my friends left. They left me here. And I was like, also not a good part of this phone call. So I had an 84 Camaro at the time, and it was Pretty much souped up. Me and my dad rebuilt it completely. So there wasn't a whole lot of creeping around. You had the mullets of Camaros. I, yeah, exactly. I'm talking about the big, big gulp Iron Maiden playing out of the windows, dude. I was getting Burgundy it. paint I job will, with a gray door and one T-top missing. It was blue, goddammit. I promise you, I will have a Gen 3 Camaro. Oh, dude, they're fantastic. They, I've, I've only had the privilege of riding in them. Yeah. But I want one so bad. They're fantastic, man. I drove mine for... I drove mine for hell for years from like 2011 until 2020. I drove mine. I loved it. It was uh, fantastic. Keep going with your story. I didn't but, mean to interrupt. Uh, so I'm like, well, there's only one way I can come get you. And that's if I get in my car. And I had, like I said, I was, I think I was 16 or 17, one or the other. It must have been 17 because I didn't get my license until I was 18 for reasons I'm about to explain. But uh, I got up and I was like, cool. So I fucking hit the key, 350. My dad definitely didn't hear that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I pull out of the fucking driveway and I'm going to get her. And she lives. So I'm from Florida, from Escambia County, Florida. Yeah, I saw the Florida State tattoo. Yeah, yeah, So uh, go Knowles. So well, terrible. Decision. Shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. One but, of my uh, friends is going to love you dearly when I tell him about this. They take the mic and just turn it down a little bit. There you go. How about that. That's much better. Are we on it? You're so on it. So uh adorable and smart. <clears throat> I was gonna say earlier that uh when you said, Hey mom, you're five foot two and gorgeous. That's what Josh said to me when I walked in the door today. He was like, You're five foot two and gorgeous. And I tried to Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I said. I, I didn't tried to it, uh, but he reminded me. <laughs> I tried to fight it off and I it wanted, got all over me. <laughs> I wanted to tossle his hair a little bit, but what yeah. hair? Yeah, it's not. It's I mean, not granted, a whole lot up there. you're. Hey, man, whoa, stop it! Okay. You have longer hair than both of us combined. Okay. okay, look, I don't have a whole lot right now. Okay. I've already, I've already yeah, taken I'm, my hat off, and apparently everybody was offended. Yeah, because you make the room brighter. <coughs> you make the room brighter. Scarlet was the word that came to my mind. When your hat came <laughs> off. <laughs> Just popped in there. Scarlet. Scarlet. Well, all right then. But uh, so. She lives in Cantonment, Florida. Well, mm. she was actually in Molino, but uh, I left fucking Pensacola, Florida, hightailing it. Because I was trying to get there for something happened, right? 
Yeah. And I think I got pulled over by every cop that night that was on fucking duty. I got pulled over like four times that one night. And yeah. Everybody was like, oh, I told them what was going on. And uh, they were like, yeah, that's cool. Actually, I got pulled over three times on the way there. And then I got pulled over on the way back. Okay. So by the time I got there, she was drunk, drunk, for real drunk. And uh, so I kind of slouched her over in the little little bucket seats in that Camaro. And uh, it wasn't all the way finished. So it was... She couldn't get out. <laughs> like did I had she, to let her out of the door. Did she had a Dukes of Hazard it out if she wanted to get out? No. No? No. I mean, there was no getting out because the inside of the door was completely ripped apart. There was no handle, no nothing. Yeah, well, did you have a window that went up and down at all? Uh, Yeah, if you could find the little window crank. It was somewhere on the floor somewhere. But more, more often than not, I'd have to let somebody out. She could have climbed out of the window if she wanted to, I guess. But she wasn't in the... She wasn't in the state to be climbing out of no windows. She wasn't in the state to keep her head up by the time I got there. Mm. So I get there, and I put her in the car, and we go. And I get pulled over on this little road called Shifco Road. I get pulled over, and uh, Scamby County deputy walks up, and he's like, Hey, how you doing? I was like, I'm doing good. And he's like, License? And I told him the same story I told these other three cops. Like, hey, man, look, I'm just trying to pick up my friend. And then that's when he realizes, oh, there's another person in the vehicle, a super sloppy drunk female. And that's where everything started going downhill. He wanted to know where I was going with her, who her parents were, who she was, how come I didn't have no license. And uh, the weird part about that is he actually wrote me a ticket. He actually called her parents and her mom vouched for me. And he still, still suspended my license. So I actually couldn't get a driver's license until I was 18 years old. And I kept making up all these different reasons. Like, my mom's like, why don't you just go get your license? And I couldn't tell her. Because I can't, Mom. My shit got <laughs> jacked. <laughs> well, so out of curiosity, what would have happened if you would have told her it was it was suspended? I would not be sitting here talking to you today. Because she would have <laughs> fucking murdered me. Murder. Absolutely murdered me. Killed him And then to when death. she was done stabbing me to death, my dad would have stabbed me to death the second time. They would have paid for me to be revived just so they could kill me again. And I might still get it if somehow they put their ears on this podcast that might. <clears throat> Josh is going to come and say, man, I haven't seen Cody in like two weeks. He just quit coming to work and I'll be dead. D-E-D dead. Exactly. Everybody's going to be like, why is he not here? And Josh is going to say, PTO. Yep. Hmm. FMLA. <laughs> <laughs> be honest with you, I've had that. It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll update you in about three weeks and let you know how it's going for me. I mean, I got a feeling your parents might not hear this. Uh, unless you unless you tell them about it. Hey, guys, huh? Funny story. I went on a podcast, <laughs> and y'all gonna learn some shit. Look, I need all the exposure. Can I, I be can there do. when you tell your dad? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Because I don't need you making it any worse than what it's gonna be. I'm not gonna make it any worse. Then so maybe talking about having licenses suspended. Uh huh. I've also had mine suspended. Okay. When I was working the grand. I got a question for both of you answer this, by the way. Okay. So I was trying to get on the driver's list there to make, you know, just get overtime or extra hours, you know, picking people up from the airport or taking people wherever. And it told me I was denied. All right, cool. Whatever. And it didn't dawn on me that I'd had a ticket from the Baldwin County Sheriff's Office that I hadn't paid for. Until I got a knock on my door one day, and it was a county deputy that was serving me that said, hey, your license has been suspended since this date. You've missed this many court dates. If you don't pay your ticket and your court costs. Ticket? Ticket. Sorry. Ticket 
and court costs. In the next seven days, you will be arrested. Oh. What what ticket was it? He said it was a speeding ticket or something. So it was when I was coming home from the Grand one day, and I decided to take 48 going past Walmart. Mm -hmm. And there's a hill there. You come down the hill. When you get to the bottom of the hill, you got Fat Girl Creek, and then you start coming back up. What? That one got all over me. <laughs> That's what it's called. I don't know what a Fat Girl Creek is. That's but what it sounds it's called. like a place for me, brother. Uh, it's a time of year where you can go and find out. Anyway, I had a five speed, so I just took it out of gear and let it just yeet itself down the hill. And as it's coming back up the hill, I see blue lights. Oh, fuck. Wonder where this guy's going. Well, he was coming for me. He's like, hey, man, where you headed? It's like midnight. I'm going home. I work at the Grand Hotel. I'm going home. It's like, why were you going so fast? I was like, because I have a five speed and I threw it out of gear. And I just sent it. Like, just let it go and do what it was going to do. All right. That isn't, that, I mean, that sounds dumb enough to not be a lie. So, all right, cool. Sit tight, bud. I'll be right back. And he gave me a ticket and I forgot about it. And then I was like, yeah, your license has been suspended for like three and a half months. Good thing I've been driving 45 miles to work every day. <laughs> So, yeah, that was my story. Mr. Giles, you had a question. Yes. So, how many tickets have you gotten in one stop at one time? I've never gotten more than one ticket. I've never gotten a ticket. You want to you wanna yield the rest of our time to Mr. Giles? Mike didn't get that. He said absolutely. Go ahead, sir. Well, considering... Wait, how many tickets have you gotten in general? Total? Yeah. Well, that's another story. Okay. Now, I've got a couple. I'll say I don't feel as bad, but I will say this has happened twice. I've gotten four tickets at one time and one stop. Twice. I will tell you that the first wreck I ever got in was the day after I got my license and my car. How many tickets do you think you got total? Oh, I don't know. I mean, we'll ballpark it. Since 2006, I don't know, maybe seven or eight. Wait, just seven or eight? Just seven or eight? I feel like that's a lot. Let me remind you, I said zero. Yeah. (laughs) He has zero. I got eight and two stops. Yeah. It's well, you're an overachiever. Yeah, it's weird flex, but go off. <laughs> it's not a weird flex at all. I'm, I was just generally curious. Sounds an awful lot like a flex. Yeah. I mean, I would have to say the total amount of tickets I have is probably in the 30 range. Jesus. Like, easy. Yeah, I would have to make a phone call. Like, hey, can you pull up my history and tell me how many tickets I got? It sounds like we don't have enough time. I mean, it did take the one kid 20 minutes to read the 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 list that I have. Well, before Jake hurts himself on that, 30? 30, 30? I feel like I'm lowballing it, bro. And they I'm, still let you drive, like right now. The, yeah, you can like, go outside and drive right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> like you're allowed to do that. <laughs> There's cops that tell me to go on about my way and don't give me tickets. Steal. Do they just not take the time to? They must see how many you have, and you're like, fuck that, let him go. This guy's not yeah, learning lessons. We're not even, yeah. Not even going to waste the breath. Or the paper. 
I think that's what it is, more or less. They don't want to waste the paper. How <laughs> how many dollars have you paid to get to that point? <laughs> so I I used a to have lot. a joke. I used to have a joke that said I bought two two to three vehicles for Somerdale Police. You're probably not wrong. <laughs> this man has an original joke planned on the basis of how many tickets he's gotten. Yeah. That's impressive. You're welcome. Yeah. Somerdale. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty positive I paid for two Somerdale police cars and then maybe a deputy. Car. You have definitely outfitted at least a couple of police officers. I want to say I have. Like I'm, Indeed. I got a I got a good feeling I'm probably closer to forty. Do they send you Christmas cards? They should. We miss you. <laughs> like I said, man, I I've been very surprised at times that I've walked away from things. And I've also been very surprised I've been able to drive away from things. Yeah. So so I had a question that I wanted to pose to both of you when we started. How far have we gone already? I, I can't see it. Well, we somehow managed to hit 37 minutes right now. Already? What? Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, time flies doing this. It's so much fun. So the question I wanted to pose 36 minutes ago, <clears throat> can someone please tell me the difference between a fucking snake and a legless lizard? <laughs> what? I mean, I'm, no. I did not stutter. Yeah, I know you didn't. And I know this is that's a real thing. Yes, I understand that. How is that real? How is that a thing? What fucking asshole was going around naming animals? That's a snake. And the thing that looks and moves and acts like a snake, that's a legless lizard. What the fuck is happening? I blame a dude named Steve. Steve? Steve. I didn't, I didn't study for this test. Fuck I Steve. <laughs> Legless lizard. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day that said they caught a legless lizard. And I was like, how do you know it was like legless? Legless lizard. This is a thing. Did you Google this? I have. It's uh-huh. called a glass snake. Okay. And I was like, how's it a legless lizard if it's fucking called a glass snake? Do they have wingless birds? I know they have birds that can't fly. They have flightless birds, but you also have flying fish. Yeah, true. They also have walking fish that literally walk on land. Yeah, it's mudfish. It's terrifying is what it is. There's also a lizard that is called the Jesus Christ lizard because it will run on water. That's true, too. Yes. Have this you is seen the world it? we live in, Cody. Yeah, I had a joke, but I'm going to leave that one <laughs> so far behind. I mean, you could go for it. Absolutely not. Why not? Because I still have a small vision that I might make it to heaven one day, and that <laughs> joke would fuck that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not going for that one. Okay, buddy. I mean, you do you, boo-boo. Yeah, and I'm doing it. I'm trying my hardest over here. Yeah. Because you know me, man. I, I do a, know. I let I'm, live shots. You can shots, tell me at work Monday. <laughs> yeah, I let live shots fly. But You, you can just tell us off-air. I'll tell you off-air. You can't tell me off-air. Oh, I've always wanted to say that. That's an off-air joke. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I feel like a Make-A-Wish kid. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. How old are you again? 28. They're not that bad. No. Sorry, well, I couldn't hear you, Grandpa. (laughs) I'm sorry. Who has the worst ears out of us? Um, Obviously you, and you're younger than I am. I said, I feel old. It did kind of surprise me the first time that you told me how old you were. Because I (laughs) I didn't think we were that 
I didn't think we were in different age groups. Did you think what? Why? Because it's like, well, he's definitely not that mature. He can't be past thirty. <laughs> well, apparently your dick's like forty-five. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see y'all later. Roll the credits a third time. Roll the credits. <laughs> you okay, buddy? No. <laughs> I don't even know what that was supposed to mean. I, I just threw it out there. I don't either. That's <laughs> fucking fantastic. <sighs> but yeah. Yes, you are in different age We age are. Boxes. It, it surprised me. Because he was like, yeah, when did you graduate? 2008. Yeah, that fucking blows my mind. Because I graduated in 13. Yeah, Why? Gradu- Why? Why does that blow your I mind? I don't know, man. I just thought you were closer to my age than what you are. I'm not. Yeah, he's an old fart. I'm not getting older. I'm getting better. It's a great lie. That's exactly what an old person would say. Exactly. I think I saw that on an old person t-shirt once. You might have. I know what you're getting for Christmas. A walker. Hey, some days, man. That's. I can't say anything different. Trust me. I could have used a scooter around that track today. You'd get a ticket on it. <laughs> we yeah, you would. can't trust you on this. Lots of police was walking around at the track. You'd have got stopped. <laughs> that little scooter right there, do fourteen. You know this? You, you want to know what the speed limit at the track in Loxley is? If I remember correctly, they like have a, eight. They have a speed limit for scooters. Yeah, if you if you ride a bicycle or something around there, you're not supposed to go over a certain speed. Are you kidding me? I'm not. We live in the land of the free, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I'm say, if I want to eat my scooter, you ain't lying at the at the speed of smell. Around that track. I'm fucking going to. Is that just for things with wheels? Or can someone I think it's run? Just, if it's motorized. Okay. Because cool. you got to think about it, That's electric powered. Yeah. And so I think if it is if it is motorized. Now, you can pedal faster than that. Congrats. Good job. Why? Yeah. But whatever. I'm sure I could probably run 10 miles per hour for a very short time. I used to be able to keep up on the treadmill. I am a at 10. hellacious sprinter. But once that sprint's over with, yeah. you got me. I can sprint, but I have to put myself in fight or flight mode. Like, I have to think there's something behind me to yeah. actually finish the sprint. I used to do it all the time in the Navy. Why and, are you looking at me like that? I'm just real curious how far your sprint is. I could probably sprint to 59 from here. I don't know. That's a lot of extra weight to be dragging. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would let you walk to 59 and then sprint back to the stop sign. I would love to watch that. Where? What are you talking about? From 59 to this stop sign right here inside the house. So you're not sprinting into traffic. Because there's going to be a long slowdown. Slowdown of me? Yeah. <laughs> you're right. So if you're going away from traffic, I feel like you have a better chance of surviving. We're just talking a one-way sprint, right? Yeah, oh. just one. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. We ain't sprinting nowhere twice. Not in the same day. <laughs> in my mind, Maybe I can already hear you week. going, yeah. <laughs> just coming down the road, I can already hear it. It would sound a little aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to start yelling at myself. <sighs> I can hear you just saying, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, I, there's no problem. I'm, Fuck I, you, I, knees. <laughs> the back, the body, the knees, the everything. The everything. What is your uh, what's your cooldown period after a sprint like that? Tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Exactly what I was gonna say. Like if I full send it, yeah, tomorrow is gonna be an easy day. 
because you ain't sending shit tomorrow. That's right. When I was in the Navy, they, they kept telling me, like, pick it up, Weaver, pick it up, Weaver, pick it up, Weaver. And uh, I had to start putting myself in the mindset of, like, there's a commie after me. And or, I'm out of bullets, something like that? Yeah, something like that. I mean, I'd make up a different scenario every day that where I didn't get used to it. But it works, man. Joe Rogan says the same thing. Yeah. Joe Rogan says the same thing. You got to put yourself in that. You got to put yourself in that mindset. Like, doesn't he say he works out like watching 300 or something or watching fight scenes from movies? I don't know about that, but I have heard the little clip where he was like, dude, if you want to have a for real workout, you got to put yourself in terrified mode. Yeah. And so I was like, let's try it. And it actually works. That's not a place you want to be every day, twice a day. That sounds like your cortisol levels be real high. (laughs) Also, it's just hard to turn that switch off. It is. You know? It's hard You're to turn right. that switch off. Especially for me. It's hard to turn that switch off. Like when I'm there, I'm like on edge. Ready to kill somebody just to ready death. To take it. Yeah. I'm gonna beat you half to death twice. Ken Shimrock, Ultimate Fighter, he he once said, I'm gonna beat you into a living death. Oh. Discuss. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Probably being a veggie. For the rest of your life, probably getting color. God damn it! (sighs) Best outcome is you getting coloring books for a long time. What? Nothing. (laughs) What? Nothing. I'm just here, man. I'm enjoying the answers. Coloring books. Get to draw stick figures every so often when you do get to move your hands. Oh, you're taking it way farther than I did. I mean, I did say be a veggie for life. Yeah. I don't know how that's taking further than what you did. <sighs> nice. Good job, buddy. Well, I moved the mic away from my face. I told you, it doesn't matter if I'm muted or not. It's going to get it's it's going to get picked up. So, yeah. Mr. Weaver, you said you had a prompt that you wanted to hit us with. I do. This is something I heard on a, another podcast kind of stealing it a little bit okay but it's a prompt i wanted to open up to y'all so y'all can discuss it everybody has something they like to talk about that no one asked them about oh what is it for you two ice baths if i had to guess Mm. i don't know i really don't know Way to suck, Jake. No, it's not that. It just depends on who you're with. Well, I mean, you don't have something that interests you and you could talk about it all freaking day long, but you just never get asked about it. Like, <sighs> nothing pops immediately in your mind. <sighs> not really. Dude, for me, it's WWF wrestling. Like, 70s, 80s WWF wrestling. Oh, yeah, you went way farther back than I went. Bro, I could talk about that shit for three weeks. Like if ne- I Never slow up. If I was to do something like that, it would be it'd probably be something along the line of sports. Yeah. Like just in general. Like how playing sports and, and the the time that I got to play in has been dramatically better for me. And instead of like seeing how my nephew the sports he has to play, my nephew's nine. I think. Ten. So I don't know. I can't think of it right now. Brain hurts. Anyways, he's playing flag football. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. He's he's moving. He's learning how to be on a team, be a team player, stuff like that. Well, when I was 10 years old, I was in pads. I was getting hit by other 10-year-olds. 
And then on top of that, I have an older brother who played football. My dad was the coach of, you know, both of our teams. So not only was I playing against kids my age and my size, I was playing against kids older than me and double my size. So I remember one year uh, playing football. We actually played against um, some of the varsity team for uh, Fairhope High School in City League because they, they needed a way to get reps. And I am easily two, two years younger than all of them. And I'm going to go, go against, you know, kids that age or maybe, you know, JV. And I'm getting hit by those guys, you know? So just learning to play up not only against like better skill set players, but just bigger, stronger people. Like that's the kind of stuff that I could talk about because you, you have to learn to, to bear with it or you're not going to bear with it at all. Right. You know? And then like, when it comes to baseball, um, that this I talk about, I talked about plenty of times. I never played high school ball. I tried out for the team. I think it was four years in a row, and I made it down to legitimately the last three people on the cut list. So two would get cut and one would stay. I always end up getting cut. Well, the last year that I decided to start playing Woodbat League over Mobile, and in the league, they had college players and some people were actually signed to pro teams. They're just going, they just started their, their a career, their single a double a stuff like that. Right. So at 16 years old, I'm playing against college level players and getting scouted by college coaches saying, Hey man, where'd you, where you play high school ball at? And when you have people that's asking you that kind of question, go, I, I don't, I haven't. And they look at you with a disbelief of I don't believe you because the per- the pitcher you just hit off is the number one pitcher at this university in this conference. Right. You just hit him three times in a row. That should not happen if you don't play high school ball. It's like it break your heart, man. But I don't yeah. never have. And then when they ask me, it's like who's your coach? So like, you see the old guy over there in the stands. Well, he's one of them. That's my uncle. You see that other old guy over there? That's that's my dad. There's my coaches my whole life. Like that that's that's what I grew up kind of dealing with, you know. So that's the kind of stuff I can talk about is putting yourself in a situation where you know you suck compared to the other players yeah. to get better. And nowadays in the sports that I've seen and I could uh I could go on about like slow pit softball. There's so many people who don't want to play better players. They and if you do, is like, oh well, I'm supposed to lose. They're better than I am, and it's it's just it just sucks because you're not trying to better yourself. You're giving yourself excuses for why you suck instead of all right. Well, those guys are doing this better. Maybe I can go talk to them and see what they're doing to help me get better. Like that's the kind of stuff that I can talk about. What can I do? that I suck at right now, who can I find that's better than me to either show me what I'm doing or at least compete against to get better? So that's my kind of prompt, I guess. <laughs> have you ever been in the have you ever been in that mind space where you're trying something or not really trying something, you're doing something that you've trained for such a long time and then you run into somebody and you're like, that's a different level. Oh, yeah. I'll never be that good. Many times. Yeah. That, many, many that, times. I remember the first time that happened to me, uh there's a martial arts program in the Marine Corps 
And I was in the Navy, so I didn't really mess with those guys a lot. But I used to do jujitsu, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, this make map shit," which is the Marine Corps martial arts program. This make map shit super easy. Like, I'll take everybody. Like, I was so I was one hundred percent sold on the fact that my prior training, and like I was so much above these other guys. And I remember the first time I got fucking stretched, dude, and I was like, "That's different. <laughs> like, that's a different level. I will never be that good." Well, there's also there's also a flip side of that too. Not only is it a different level, it's also a different mindset. Yeah. Like, cause you're like, you could go into it as like, oh, I'm the baddest at this. Well, now you just enter into a whole new mindset of, okay, well, if this dude thinks he's this good, I'm going to put him down. Yeah. That kind of thing. Or cause there's, uh, I can go back to slow pitch is, is the most recent sport that I played. And so you have different classes. You have E D C B A. In the conference, well, and in, in at that time when I was playing, I the highest I got to play and play competitively uh, was C class, and so that's not the best, but not the worst. Like the worst would be E class, and so when I started in E class, and I started playing against guys who were D, you could kind of see where you compare because you can be a good E class player and also. Uh, a bad D class player, but you're just too good for E. Well, when you start playing those higher ranked players, you're like, I don't need to be here. Um, there's a there's a guy out of Pensacola. He plays on on a conference team, so he flies around the states and he gets paid to play. His name is uh his name is Bubba Mac, and he is just a cornbread fed stud. And I was playing in a league over there because the team I was playing with at the time, actually, this one, uh, Loose Cannons. We were playing as a as a team on Saturdays, and then uh, during the week we'd play league ball. Well, I remember him coming up to bat. Someone hit a home run before him, and there's a guy at the fence. He waited on the, on the pitcher, throw the pitch, and it was a ball and all that jazz. So I had a second to answer him. I turn around to him, say, hey, man, the ball went about another 50 feet down and towards the road. And it took me all of maybe five seconds total to turn around and face back to the batter. And Bubba Mac was batting. As I turned around, I heard a ball hit the fence. He hit so hard. By the time I got done telling the dude where the ball was, he's done had the ball pitched to him and hit it so hard, it went by me on the line. I was like... You can have it. You can run the bases. <laughs> I don't even want to. Look, I don't want to look and see how bad that ball's hurting right now. So yeah, there's been plenty of times where I ran into something like that. And uh, when I was in high, when I tried out for the high school football team, ran into stuff like that too. Like just people who are just outright better than you. Yeah, yeah, ran into it plenty of times. And being being part of being better to get better is admitting there's people better than you. Oh yeah. So that's another big issue that I feel like people don't do nowadays. So like Josh does strongman. Well, he has more size to him than I do, but his worth ethic about that is also way better than mine. So for me to say, oh, well, he's just better than me because he's just naturally stronger. Well, that's a good possibility. But then again, he's also dedicated to what he does. I go when I can. So... But it's not always a work ethic thing. Sometimes you're just never going to be that good. Right. <laughs> like, I'm never going to be Deion Sanders. 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I could work the rest of my life yeah. and never be Deion Sanders. And that's, that's true. That's kind of what I run into. Like, yeah, there's people with natural talent like that exactly. all, all over. Yeah. And that's what that, the, the guy that made kind of made me have that epiphany. That's kind of what he made me, you know, I was like, yeah, I'll never, I'll never be that good. Like I can, I can train and train and train and train. That didn't stop me from training, but I always had it at the back of my mind. Like there's always a better ass than yours, you know, out mm-hmm. there. Not according to C.T. Fletcher. Yeah, well. Somebody got to be the baddest. Might as well be me. But I would say that my my things that I could talk about that nobody asks about, definitely gym stuff, health and fitness, dieting, ice baths, because people, people are still on the, you're crazy for doing that kind of thing. And I, just, I tell everybody, if you just try it, you'd understand. But, you know, you can't force everybody, and I'm not going to try. And I'd say the other thing that I could definitely talk on at length, even now, would be the fire service. Yeah. And a lot of that has to do not necessarily with how good I think I am, but of how how bad I see others are. Right. And I'm not going to name names and point and call people out. That would be very unprofessional. It's just, that's not a good move because some of them, some people are doing what they can with what they have. And that's fine. I, I am used to the standard that we held at Loxy fire department, which was high, which is very high because we were we were very effective. We were good at what we did. That's why I don't say I know my shit. We knew our shit. We were a group. We worked really well together. And it was almost, it got to the point at fires, we didn't have to talk to each other. We just knew who was going to do what because we knew who was better at what. And that's how it was going to go. And it just, just everything snapped into place. I've literally, I've, when we've rolled up to fires and it'll be us, whoever us is on the truck, we, your usual guys that were showing up. I've heard people say, thank fucking God Loxie's here. We knew our shit. And it bothers me to not see others held to the same standard because it literally is your life. Everybody wants to say, well, you were just a volunteer. Okay, well. Just volunteer. That's, that's first of all. That's a great way to piss me off. And second of all, almost ninety percent of the fire departments in the United States are volunteer. Ninety mm-hmm. percent. You take away uh, voluntary force brigades and stuff like that, it goes down to about seventy. And on that note, who the fuck would want to fight wildfires for free? Not this white boy. Is it hard to get a commission gig? For what? For firefighting. It is if you have a heart condition. Ah, yeah. I didn't consider that. Yeah. Tried. Nobody would take me. Same with the military. I got denied by all five branches. Even the Coast Guard. They were like, no, we don't want that guy. National Guard. Nope. Reserves. Nope. But did I ever tell you about um, my Marine Corps recruiter? I don't believe so. So I am in Robertsdale High School. I am a senior. I have done, you know, they come to the high school. They want you to do push-ups and sit-ups and runs and all this great, glorious stuff. Well, I had done all that. I blew it out of the water. 
And I'm talking to the recruiter one day, Staff Sergeant Brown. And he asked me, he's like, all right, man, I have your packet right here. Your MEPS date is this day. You graduate high school and you're headed to Paris Island on this date. Do you have any medical conditions or anything that I need to know about before I send you to MEPS? Yes, sir. I've had two open heart surgeries. At the time, I'd only had two. He said, okay, cool. That's funny. Um, <clears throat> do you have any medical conditions? I said, yes, sir. I've had two open heart surgeries. And I don't know if he was trying to get me to say, oh, no, I don't have any right. anything like that. But I, there's no way I could have lied about it. Because he said, okay, prove it. You don't have to show him the maps. Prove it. Show me. I pulled my shirt up and I showed him both of my scars. And this was 07, 08. I'd had a surgery in 05. So I have pretty fresh looking scar still. And he said, God damn it. And he ripped my enlistment packet in half in front of me. That was uh that was the Marine Corps. I got close with the army. Well, I feel like I got close, you know, took the ASVAB and, you know, got the job that I wanted. Of course, the job that I wanted was a combat MOS anyway. <clears throat> and my heart doctor wouldn't sign off on it. Never got to go. Never got to go do any of that. Can I speak very candidly with you? Yes, sir, you can. You would not have made a good Marine. I would not have made a good Marine? No. You would have been fantastic in the Navy. But just knowing you how I know you, you would not have made a good Marine. That's probably the best <laughs> shitty thing that's ever happened to you, is not be able to join the Marines. Why? I have spent a lot of time with the Marines. I was basically a fucking Marine when I was in the Navy. And uh, they're just a different breed. You wouldn't have fit in. You would have been singled out. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have assimilated. Really? Why? Why? I'm curious. You, you why? just have a different. There's just like the Navy doesn't with them. There's a there's a certain type of group. The Marines are going to want to break you down and put you into their group. And if you don't fit in, they're going to weed your ass out. You probably never would have made it out of Paris Island. Because there is a certain mold they want their guys to fit, and you wouldn't have fit that mold. You'd have been perfect in the Navy. You've got the temperament, and you've got the work ethic. You've got the work ethic to be in the Marines, don't get me wrong, but you have the temperament and the work ethic to be very successful in the Navy, but you have the temperament and the work ethic to rather not have made it through boot camp or to be a four-year Marine. Hmm. They probably never. You probably never would have made it out. Huh. That that's just my take. <clears throat> well, all right then. I'm not. That's not a. That's not a indictment on you. No, I didn't think all. that way. That's more of an indictment on the Marine Corps. Because I mean, I I didn't know anything about special forces or anything like that. Yeah, like special operations community. I knew nothing. I knew there was a movie called Green Berets with John Wayne, and you had Rambo's and you had Commando with Schwarzenegger. <clears throat> you had stuff like that. I had never heard of a Navy SEAL. I didn't know anything about the SEALs. And I thought that Marine Force Recon, that those were the baddest dudes on Earth. This was 2007, 2008, because I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I'd never heard of BUDS. I'd never heard of Selection. I'd never heard of any of that. Yeah. So I just, that's just what I wanted to do. I wanted to be Rambo. I, I wanted to be like Rambo. I wanted to just, I wanted to blow shit up. I wanted to fight. I wanted to... So I really wanted to start. And if I, honestly, I would go today if they would let me. I really would. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Not that at all. But it's not going to happen. 
Well, it makes two of us. I can't go because of my back surgery. I'm looking. Uh, I gotta go soon. See what's going on with my arm and my neck and all that other jazz. And I got a lot of issues as well. So. Well, you don't have an issue being good looking. You're a much more handsome man than I am. Sir. No, no. And there's a there's a tally going on right now that's going to prove that you are so much better. I mean, we could call her and ask if there's been more participation in that. You can absolutely do that if you want to. I don't have her number to call. What am I? Uh, what am I missing here? So right now, we have a competition going on until I think it's almost in April. 23rd is when they're going to be back in here. 23rd is when they're coming back in here. A friend of ours, Jared, his wife, Mac, runs, what is it called again? Firefly? Fireflies. Fireflies Salon down in Fairhope. Right, okay. Spanish Fort. Spanish Fort. Sorry. My bad. Um, I'm just filling in the blanks, buddy. I know. So I'm saying, my bad. I, sh- I, I can't remember because there's, there's a Firefly bar. Right. That's what I was down thinking. Down in Fairhope. Sorry. I was like, I didn't know that was a salon. No, no. Hers is in, yeah, her salon is in Spanish Fort. Anyways. You here to get your hair cut or here to get hammered? <laughs> Both. Both. Anywho's, um, yeah, there's a competition going on. Who out of us two is the more handsome? Okay. Yeah. Zach's so, gonna win. Did you guys like you guys? They put pictures up of you. Some selfies I, y'all took. I really don't know how she's done that. I didn't ask, but we had to send a picture to her. So I I don't know if she's just like showing her clients or what. That I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you like your hair? I like it. Look at these two pictures. Well, <laughs> she made it sound like she has them like up, posted out. I think okay in okay. the salon somewhere. You have her number now. You want me to call her right now? It's uh, entirely up to you. We are here for Mr. Weaver. We are here for Mr. Weaver. But if you want to know how far ahead you are in the polls, you are more than welcome to find I highly out. doubt I'm ahead. I, I I don't have any faith in myself, man. You're doing great in this thing. One of the other episodes we had is that it was the bromance. That I tried to make sure the people's radios was just dripping with our bromance. Radios were wet. Was it unco- was it uncomfortably heavy? I mean, I mean, not for us. Not for us. A friend of ours. I was going to say who was here. John Stewart. John Stewart. Oh, he wasn't uncomfortable either then. Yeah, he definitely was not. He yeah. was definitely adding to it. Um, but a friend of ours told she told me at least that her radio was that she had to put her air conditioning on so her radio would dry out. It was very, very fludging. Very sensuous. There's no rice in any of the stores for a 50 mile radius. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Look at him. What are you doing over there, sir? I am answering a question. Ooh, what was the question? Yeah, do you want to pose it? No, I do not. Why not? Was the answer about 13 and a half? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was not. And that would still be a lie. <laughs> Is it the answer uh, that you're the leader of the Thoughtabots? No, it is not. Is the other answer possibly that your dick can help you deadlift? Pretty sure I said that I wasn't talking about it. <laughs> yeah, you said you weren't talking about it. That's at least us two the options to do this. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> First prize, motherfucker. Cheese fries, motherfucker. Cheese and crackers. Oh, man. I do like watching that that particular video of that dude doing that, though. Fantastic. I'm sorry, what? Well, the what he was talking about is off a show. The guy goes, surprise, motherfucker. 
And then this other dude goes, first prize, motherfucker. French fries, motherfucker. Just stuff along those lines. Sunrise, motherfucker. I don't know what you're talking about. I'll show you off air. Thunder thighs, motherfucker. <laughs> that was my contribution. I just made that up. That's what I'm talking about. Look that at you girl. go. Breaking news right here. <laughs> Breaking. Josh, uh, let me ask you a question. What was the first thought that went through your mind the first time you took an ice bath? Like, as soon as it hit your body, what'd you think? This sucks a lot more than I thought it would. <laughs> Y'all have one here, don't you? We yeah. sure do. Yeah. I thought I heard that mentioned. You want to do one? Absolutely the fuck not. Why? Because I hate being cold. Okay. And no. I don't like being not. cold either, but I'll do it. Do you guys have a handgun handy? Because I'll blow my fucking brains out right now. <laughs> mm. Not for those purposes. We do not. <laughs> nah, sure what? don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask You're any more questions. The house is very well prepared to go. Yeah, there's a lot of freedom bungus. seeds in this house. Okay. Yeah, you're, you are in a very well just. This situation. is for you and anybody listening. If you're ever hanging out here and you hear someone yell, get the cascade, that does not mean it's time to do dishes. Yeah. I feel like I could help out in that situation. I would more than welcome yet that here. God damn it. Words are hard. They are. <sighs> Got to thinking about freedom seed senders and just America. I know right now. There's at least. I'll say around 10 to 15 in this house. Yeah. Mm. I think. Also, I did find uh, Campbell's is having a sale on uh, 22 caliber freedom seeds. I don't have mm. any 22s. I don't, I don't either. Oh, well, I do, and I bought some. Okay. 500 rounds for 40 bucks. Really not that bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Was it long rifle or just? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, really? wait a minute. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> You might, you might want to check that out. There, he just said twenty two, and I said, "All right, how much is it?" And I went and looked at it. It was a it was a name that I knew of ammo. I bought their shotgun shells before, and the shotgun shells are actually really clear because they're clear. You can see the powder and the the shotgun the plug. shells are really clear because they're clear. Is what you just said. I said they're really cool because no. they're clear. No, you said clear, but okay. You said I they're heard really me clear. say they're really cool because they're clear. But I'm going to listen to this again. And I, I was will. tracking on the logic. I was like, that checks out. It, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. You're not wrong. They're clear okay. because they're clear. They're really cool <laughs> because they're clear and you can see everything. Like you can see the primer. You can see, you can see the gunpowder, the pellets, whatever it is in there, the plug that's in it or the the cat whatever it's called you see all that in there it's real cool is it like bird shot double lot triple lot what are we shooting uh that particular was double lock buckshot hell yeah <laughs> and it nifty my dad is currently trying to find someone who will pack him rock salt in spent cartridges because <laughs> he doesn't want to shoot and kill anybody he just wants to shoot and maim them <laughs> which then why don't you just shoot him with the beanbag? A rat shot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, there's a lot about that man that... I mean, if you, if you shoot him far enough away with bird shot, it's the same thing. Yeah, but I think in his mind, for he some just reason... He wants to blind them Yeah, he forever. wants it to be close quarters. Like, I don't think he would attack until they were close to him. Like, he wants to have that Texas Chainsaw Massacre moment, like, before he attacks somebody. <laughs> What is that face, Mr. Giles? 
What was that noise? <laughs> you've never... Come on. You've seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I have not. I have. It's been a long time. All right. In the 2003 remake, at the very end, that's the noise he makes when he attacks a police officer. Oh. They're in the, like, the live recording or whatever. They're like, this is the last picture we have of Leatherface. He literally goes, ah! And it's fantastic. I haven't seen either one of them. Well, that's your problem. No, he hasn't seen a lot of things. I haven't yeah, seen Fight Club. I know. You also haven't seen the surprise, motherfucker. Video. I have not. There's a lot of things that you and I have talked about, and you're like, I haven't seen it. And I'm like, I'm going to send it to you, and I never get around to sending it to you. You sure don't. Yeah, I never do. But like, I'll think about it on the way home, and I'm like, I got to send this to him. And then I'll start laughing about the video and totally forget <laughs> to send it to him. I'll just, be like, I'll just be like, what a fantastic video. <laughs> I'm going to keep it to myself. <laughs> Fuck this guy. There's so many things I've been like, yeah. I'm gonna, Dude, you've never seen that? No, I'm going to send it to you. Well, never I never to get you. anything from yeah, it. It never gets to you. Yeah, there's there's many times I'll, I'll talk to him about shows or movies, and so he's like, I got nothing. Yeah. I've been pretty open and upfront about this with everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, at least, dude, <clears throat> at least you don't pretend to know what I'm talking about. Oh, no. That is my pet freaking peeve. No, I'm not that guy. Yeah, dude. Because then it's going to come up again later, and I'm going to remember that I haven't seen it and not remember that I lied. <laughs> and then I'll end up being honest about it. It's like, oh, I haven't seen that. Well, we talked about it like two weeks ago. You, yeah. you said you'd seen it, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, that. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. That's, no, I'm not that guy. That's my pet peeve. When I was uh, when I was in the dating scene, man, everybody that I would meet, they'd be like, because you know, this your normal first off questions, like, what kind of music do you listen to? Just like the normal stuff. And I would get that question a lot, like, who's your favorite band? And I would say my favorite band, which is Lucero. And everybody would be like, oh, man, I love that band. And I'm like, oh, cool. And that's another thing I could talk a lot about. And then as the more you talk about it, the more you realize that they don't have any idea what you're or who you're talking about. Did you say Lucero? Yes. I've never even heard of them. Yeah, you either. should check them out. They're fantastic. Who are they? Uh, they're a like a country punk band from Memphis, Tennessee. You lost me. Dude, they are fantastic. You I'll have, give it a shot. You have to give it a shot, man. I'll I don't give it a think shot. you'd like it, though. Why? Because you're very... You like heavier stuff. And I've played a lot of music for you, and you didn't like a lot of it. Well, yeah, but I'm not gonna. I'm still going to give it a try. Yeah. I mean, you can check them out, dude. They like, have, you, I have like 2,700 songs on my phone. They're not yeah. all murder, kill, death yeah. kind of well, things. Well, I didn't mean that. I just mean... I mean, we a lot were, of the a lot of the heavier stuff I listen to that I've showed you, and you're like, no, I'm out. Yeah, I w- I can I can't remember not liking King Diamond. Oh man, King well, Diamond wait a minute, no, 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 no. I do remember liking King Diamond. I do remember liking King Diamond. Do you know who King Diamond is? Yeah. Fucking fantastic. I remember liking King Diamond. I haven't listened to anything since then. Yeah, but was there was somebody that you played? That was it was a video of like glass in their mouth or ants in their mouth or something like that. Crabs. Crabs. That was that was Mr. Weeble. <laughs> that's 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 something that you definitely need to see. <laughs> yeah. It's not that kind of crabs. Legitimate crabs. I've got a mouth full of crabs here. <laughs> that one. Yeah. It's fantastic. Ooh, I'm so lost. You know what you know what part got you? What? Hobbity howl howbity. That's <laughs> yeah. the part that got you. Yeah. Cause you were like not feeling it. You were like what are you showing me? And then he was like, blah, 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 and you lost it. You turned purple. It was fantastic. Like, I turned purple. You went from Josh to Barney real quick. <laughs> He's not wrong. All right. 
And see, I don't know if I could pick my favorite band. I don't know if I could. Luke Luke Combs was on Rogan a couple weeks ago, and Luke Combs asked him, "You can only listen to five bands forever, like, and that's it. No more. You can't pick anybody else. You can listen to five bands." And I don't know if I I, I don't know if I could pick. Lucera would be on mine because sure. every album, al- album. Sorry. I heard album, but album. I wasn't going to say anything. Every album is something different. Yeah, there's a they have their like Memphis Swing al- album, and then they have like their I'm heartbroken cowboy punk al- album. You're <laughs> struggling so hard. No, dude, he gives me so much shit for the way I say album, and I just. I wasn't going to say anything. I didn't want you to. That's why I corrected <laughs> well, it immediately. If you hadn't corrected it, I wouldn't have said anything. Well, It's okay. Normally, I'm the one that do that. Yeah. yeah. I remember I was telling a story one day about this record. I'm going to just fucking avoid that word. <laughs> the Beatles. It, wasn't a, it was a bootleg record. Uh-huh. And one of my... One of my mom's boyfriends when I was like six had this record. And it was the Beatles, but instead of being, it was the Beatles music, but instead of having the vocals, it was dogs barking, like to the sound of the beat. And I have tried to find that record. And I was telling Josh this story and I told him the entire story, like an eight minute story. And I got to the end and he was like, say album again. (laughs) (laughs) And we were in front of like nine people. I had the entire room enthralled on this fucking story. And he's like, say album again. And I was like, album. He's like, mm-mm. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> nope, I'm you out. You got the lips pursed right? Mm-mm. You do that a lot, by the way. Whenever I know. You, you pull them lips back a little bit? Mm-mm. That's you your, talking about like, mm-mm? Yeah. When, you, when, you just, when you're not part of this, you're like, mm-mm. I, I know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm aware of who I am. I know, but it's fantastic that he got it down pat as well. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. We we spent a lot of time we together. We did. Like, when I first started working there, yeah. it was wet. So, we were in a truck all day, every day for like two months. It was fantastic. Though. It was. Those were good times. When he referred to his, his friend as a battle axe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Sarah Lorimore. Fucking battle axe. She'll like, hear this too. I'm 99 point. Well, she might not have made it this far into the podcast. What are we at? Like an hour and a half? <laughs> nope. Really? Where are we at? There's, we're at an hour and 18. Oh, okay. Oh. We're right at it. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. That's 12 minutes. We are not right at an hour and a half. That is still 12 minutes to go. I wasn't going to correct you. I can do a lot of things with 12 minutes, gentlemen. Hey. Several times. Spring break 97. <laughs> <laughs> So why do you call her Battle Axe? She had a... Man, let me get the story right. She <laughs> had a boyfriend who was Middle Eastern. And that's how... That's how... Uh, pretty much they got to hooking up. As he called her a Battle Axe. And she sent me the screenshot. And ever since then, it was like... She's... she's she power lifts. So I'm trying not to say something that might be misconstrued. But she power lifts and she's she's like a bodybuilder kind yeah, of thing. She's thick. No, like, no, no, she's no, thick no. with several no, no, no. C's. You're either a power lifter or you're a bodybuilder. No, she's a, and she's in the power lifter. Yeah. Category. Okay. I, I still have not seen this person. 
I can show you a picture. Yeah. But uh, I think that's the right story. But anyway, ever since then, we just refer to her as Battle Axe. That's fair. Yeah. I laughed a lot. Yeah, he lost it on that one, too. And I didn't know why, because I didn't <laughs> think that was very funny. I did. I was just, because it's, it's such a normal thing to me now. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's Sarah. She's a Battle Axe. Yeah. And he was like, a what? It was oh, it's okay. Yeah. Did he tell you about the time he made me park my truck in the middle of 59 because I couldn't see because I was laughing too hard? No. Oh, yeah. I don't know how we came about this topic, but we were just going back and forth, making each other laugh real, real hard. And then he said, go ahead. Are we talking about this again? Yes, because he hasn't heard about it. Oh, well. Cliff notes, man. Cliff notes. <laughs> I just looked at him and said, I've spent a lot of time in a room with a dick out that wasn't mine. That's strong. <laughs> That's a strong thing to say. It's a very strong thing to say. But at the time, we, I don't know how dick jokes came about, but when he said that, I could not drive anymore. I was at a red light. I put the truck in park. I am crying laughing so hard. And he's like, are you going to drive? Sure ain't. So are you <laughs> worried right about here. anybody else? Sure ain't. They can sit there and they can wait. They will wait and they will be happy about it. Yeah, they will. I will turn my hazards on. He tells me all the time that it's not necessarily that what I say is funny, but the delivery. It's of the it. delivery. Yeah, you it say is. a lot of shit that that hits. Like if someone yeah. else would say it, I'd be like, nah. But the way you say it and the way you like, just because sometimes you'll just sometimes you'll just lay it out there. Sometimes you'll just say it, and it's like, yeah. okay, and then it becomes funny. Sometimes it has to marinate. Some some things you say is not funny as soon as you say it, and then I get to thinking about it, and I'm like, <laughs> that's very funny, <laughs> <laughs> and it's fantastic. That's true. That is true. Uh, I did get to tell two dad jokes today, though. One of them was the one I told you. What? What do you get when you put uh, Mozart and Cinderella together? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Okay, I'm tracking. What is, what is it? Mozzarella. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, the way that I said it, I told him a joke before that. Um, it was like, uh, the joke is, I was taking music appreciation at school. My professor found a journal or a diary by Beethoven. Said wrote out all of his things he wanted to do, but oddly enough, he kept there's always a fruit drawn on every page. Teacher keeps going through it. Well, at the end of the class, the students go, Well, what was the fruit that was his favorite? And then the teacher goes, But na na na. So then he got he got a giggle out of that. So then I was like, huh. What else can I say real quick? So hey, what do you get if you put Mozart and Cinderella together? He's like, I don't know. It's like, mozzarella la. <laughs> I was in Pearl and Addie's oh, dry man. heaving with laughter when <laughs> oh. he told me that. And don't get me wrong. It's dumb. It's real dumb. But when he told me he almost fell on the floor laughing, I felt real accomplished that day. That's good stuff. Do you remember the time I killed you at Pearl and Addie's? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right. We walked. <laughs> <laughs> we walked into Pearl and Addie's. And uh, I had just started growing my beard. And uh, this old man's like, hey, son, you keep growing your beard. One day it'll look like mine. And Josh went, what the fuck? And I was like, I'm not 100% sure. 
So we sat down and I like looked at the old man and I was like, Josh said something like, I can't believe he would say that to you. And I was like, Josh, I'm pretty sure he would. Cause that guy looks like he sleeps with a ruler next to his pillow just to see how long he slept. <laughs> <laughs> Killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Killed him. <laughs> Round two. Fight. That's pretty good. He killed him, dude. It's been, it's been... <laughs> That's not what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> I forgot about that. No, I won't tell the other story. That paints you in a very negative light. <laughs> oh. Are you okay, sir? I had forgot about that. <laughs> woo, woo. What is the other story you think it was? Oh man, you're telling that one. So no. you can so you can leave out all the details. Ooh boy. Mm. Going back to what you said earlier about you've been in a lot of rooms <laughs> with a lot of dudes' dicks. <laughs> that's not even no, remotely no, close. No, <laughs> that's what I got out of the story. <laughs> Nope. That's what I got out of the story. <laughs> Josh, tell him whose dick it was. It was my dad. Okay. I thought you were going to say John Bass. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I'm scared. Scared to see of what, what that, that guy's got. That's not. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I've seen my dad naked. Like, when he had his gun shot, I saw my dad naked a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like my dad was in a wheelchair. Right. And got down to a hospital bed the last couple of years of his life. Exactly. So. And even before then, when he was in his wheelchair, even when he was walking, he did not care. You see his ass come walking through the house, ass naked. Yeah. Just come home from school. He's sitting in his recliner, just legs sprawled out, balls, dick, fucking everything, just out. Hey, bud. Dad. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is the third day in a row I have come home to see your junk just out out like it lives here <laughs> like it's paying rent <laughs> well in a way son it is yeah yeah don't say it, it doesn't go with them uh but uh to capitalize off your dick stories <laughs> one time i had a buddy in the navy he was a marine actually but uh he wanted he was in restriction so he couldn't go to the next like the only thing that he could have was stuff delivered to him like food items like he couldn't have anything else they took his video games, everything. He had to stay in his room. He couldn't go anywhere. He was on restriction. Why? So he he was transitioning out of the military because they <laughs> they asked, like, we all come back on a command recall, and they asked him. They were like, because we were in Washington State where mm -hmm. marijuana is recreational. Yeah. So they were like, Has, did anybody just, you're not supposed, you're supposed to say no. They were like, did anybody smoke? Because they were doing drug drug tests. They were like, anybody smoke any marijuana over the weekend? He was like, yeah. <laughs> me right here and so they drug tested him and he had smoked marijuana and he was like fuck I was just being honest so anyway he was transitioning out of the military so they weren't letting him go anywhere out of his room like whenever you get put on restriction in the military especially like court martial in the military they can like they can dictate what you eat like bread and water for 45 days and that's all you fucking get mm. and they're being dead serious but uh, he was like bro I need some new socks he was like, I need socks. I'm running out of socks. And I was like, cool. So I went to the, allegedly, I went to the NEX and uh, bought him some socks. 
And I got to his door and I like knocked on his door because I had to throw him, I had to throw him down on the because I you can't be seen around the restricted barracks. Mm-hmm. So I had to like throw him down and haul ass. So I knocked on his door twice and threw him out there. And he called me. He's like, Hey, where you at? And I was in the back in my barracks room. He's like, Come outside for a second. I said, Okay. So I walked outside and had a second story barracks. He was up there and I was like, What are you doing here? And he's like, I just come to tell you, thank you for the socks. And I was like, Oh, no problem. He's like, I would suck your dick with my eyes open. <laughs> What? I was like, uh, <laughs> with your eyes open. <laughs> that's the best added section to a sentence. That's the real important part. <laughs> that, that's dedication. That's right? dedication. Is. That is appreciation. Like looking up at you. Exactly. Or, oh, with no. your like. That's gay. You see, that's <laughs> and I've never felt more appreciated in my life than when he said that. Because I was like, "Damn, cuz that's that's a whole nother level." That's, that uh, did we just become best friends? Yeah, bro, yeah. You ain't sucking my dick though. Boy. Get on back to restricted. But that. Oh man, that I was, wasn't prepared. That was so me funny. Either. Yeah, me either. God damn it! <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna say that shit. I would prefer him have not said it because it made it a little weird. But a little for the rest of the day, or just for the rest of the time you've known him. Um, it's still a little weird. It's not a lot of weird. It's still a little weird. Like set, this is the first time I've told that story. Feeling a little weird about it. Not feeling one hundred percent great. You don't ever Why? message him like feeling kind of lonely. <laughs> Man, I've haven't seen that guy since I left Washington State. So what would happen if he had been caught outside of his room? I probably would have been court-martialed, or at least, or at least put on report. You or or him, me, especially if they knew I was getting his shit. Was, all right. So what I asked is, what would happen to him? Oh, if he got caught out of his room? I mean, he was already on his way out. So yeah, he's already on his way out. Saying that, so but they probably, I don't know. I really don't know. Don't. Hmm. I mean, they can they can extend, they can extend the period, but yeah. he was on his way out. So I mean, they were all they were doing is just trying to keep him out of more trouble before he got sent home. And he actually lived in Washington State. His uh his parents only lived like three and a half hours away from base. So he was literally just waiting for to call them and say, "All right, come pick me up. I'm coming home." Hmm. So he did, he really didn't care. But hell, I did. I didn't want to get called out in that shit. That's fair. Yeah, that was the that was one of those things where I stopped and I was like, "You just said that to me." I don't. I think I closed the door in his face. I don't even think I had to respond. I was just like, "Nope, <laughs> we're not doing that." I've seen this video, and I don't like how it ends. Oh lord! Just one of those slow close moments. Just yeah, no. no. Was it a slow close, or was it like no? A, it was mm-hmm. like a wham. Like get the fuck out of here. Say <laughs> like that shit. What? If, if my girlfriend hadn't have just left, man, I might have taken him up on it. There were some lonely times. <laughs> there were some lonely times in the barracks room, gentlemen. Boy. Oh, wow. Where are you headed, Weaver? I'm headed over to a restricted barracks to catch in a favor. Yep, that's it. Remember <laughs> them socks? Here's this cocks. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Just thinking about one of the things you said before. I don't like where this is going. I don't either. <laughs> oh, no, he's... He's like, no, no, he's, no. So when he started taking his uh, TRT, yeah. he's like, man, man, I got a soccer two pregnant. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's, that's all the pipes. Was, just, just that. He's like, man, I, I feel real bad for that sock. Damn it, man. 
I think you're exaggerating a little bit. <laughs> no. Sure ain't. Uh, all right, so I'm going to just say hopeful that you're exaggerating a little bit. <laughs> sure ain't. Well, shit. <laughs> you did tell me one point in time that you're glad there's not a hole in my wall. What? Damn, were you that bad off, cuz? I mean, when I first started that, and I had just had a vasectomy at the same time, Oof. Doc was like, you got to flush those pipes. That's yeah, how he said it. That is. I could probably get in touch with... I ain't going to say his name. Never mind. <coughs> uh, no, He'll do it I'm, with his eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm all right. He's, he's not that dedicated. I was going to say, at least you ain't that bad off. Not there's anything wrong with that. Asterisk. <laughs> Put a little asterisk on that. You okay, buddy? Yeah. You're I'm yawning just, a lot. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. I tried to take a nap and it made it worse. That walk around the track really took it out of you. The walk around the track in the rain, not wanting to be there, really took it out of me. Doing a little cardio, are you? No, I just went to the Strawberry Festival. Oh, yeah. And thank you guys for not telling me that was freaking going to be on my way here. I got stuck in traffic trying to get through all that. I thought you would know because it's been broadcast a lot of places. No, nah, man. I'm from Pensacola. We don't eat strawberries in Pensacola. <laughs> we damn sure don't have festivals for it. Sorry. It's been going on here for a long time. I grew up with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, no. I'm still pretty new to all this around here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've only been here full time now. I mean, besides living in Baymanette from like 18 to 19, I've only been here full time now for a year. The rest of my life has been spent in Seattle and Pensacola. <sighs> Seattle. What a wonderful place I hear. Man. I liked it. I mean, from the time that I've left to now, it's been nothing but shit. Yeah. But I enjoyed it while I was there. I think Washington State's beautiful. Yeah, it, was, it is, man. I have some... In the, short, in the short amount of time I was there, which was like a year and a half, two years, I made most of my life memories there. Really? Yeah, dude. I loved it up there. I'd go back right now if I could afford it and I wouldn't get killed probably as soon as I landed. Why would you get killed? Because it's terrible up there, dude. Oh, well, there's, yeah. I mean, there's like is. three active serial killers out there right now. Oh. Yeah, like legitimate serial killers. You're way more in tune with the news than I am. Yeah, well. By a lot, because I didn't know there's a one up there. Yeah. Let alone three. Yeah. They're just, they're fucking knocking people out. Oregon and Washington State right now. There's literally like three active serial killers there right now. Huh. It's, it's bad up there. I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the exact number, but uh, I guess you could put it in your Google machine if you wanted to. But there is a worrying number of active serial killers in America right now. Huh. Yeah. I had no idea. I'm about to Google that. Yeah. I think it's in the 50s. Like active right now. Active right now. Sounds like a lot. It's Yeah, it's a lot. It is. That's one for every state, cuz. <laughs> it is. It is. That means somebody is. went to Hawaii to kill people. Yeah, absolutely. I'm kind of wary to Google this. It's on the actual uh it's on the actual FBI website. But I was reading it the other day and I was like, that seems like a lot of a lot of murderers. A lot of murder killers out there. So is are they in the states that have more strict gun laws? I have no chance? idea. I didn't I didn't read it that far in. 
But I mean, with three three being in Washington State, I would imagine yes. Yeah, because it sounds like it was in more or less just gun controlled states. But then uh, again, there's been a bunch of stuff that's has <clears throat> been going on that people are not thrilled about either. Yeah. So, well, I mean, a couple years ago, I guess 2018, they literally shut down like several blocks of Seattle. And made their own. They literally made an encampment out there. Chaz. Yeah. That was uh According to Scientific American, there are between twenty-five and fifty serial killers in the U.S. right now, killing about one hundred and fifty people a year. Wow! Is that not nuts? That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Seventeen percent are women. Not all serial killers are white males. Somewhere around 20% are African-American. Considered roughly 15,000 murders occur in the U.S. on average annually. 150 means getting killed by a serial killer is actually rare. I feel like that's a lot, though. Average lifespan of 75 years, a person will have encountered at least three to five serial killers briefly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Isn't that weird to think about that? Yeah, and this these motherfuckers at the end of this article, they, it goes on to talk about a couple other things, and it says, now, head off to bed, sleep tight. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, it's just, it's not it's not nearly as publicized as much now because they they learned when the 70s and the early 80s, which was the golden era of serial killers, like, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't put these guys' faces because people were literally getting on their side, like, oh, yeah. like Ted Bundy, mm-hmm. you know, people loved Ted Bundy. Oh, yeah. Women that were in his age group that he would have loved to murder loved Ted Bundy. And so it's just not nearly as publicized anymore, but they're still out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just they learn their lesson. They don't want copycat killers and stuff like that. That and as many cop shows as there are on TV these days yeah. that are probably doing anything but fueling the mind of some of these fucked up people. It's possible. Mm, I hadn't thought of that. This is from episode seven, season twelve of Law and Order. But also, you can't convince me that if you know ABC could interview one of these serial killers, they wouldn't do it for the ratings. Oh, they would absolutely you know? do it. Yeah, I mean, any network anywhere right now would do it because streaming services are kicking their ass. Yeah, but not it, only that, they just anything that they can do to. Boost negativity is how I feel oh, like yeah, they're doing. Yeah, yeah I agree. for sure. Anything negative, throw it in your face. Anything that's positive, ten seconds yeah. for sure. And then ten hours of negative, and then another ten seconds of positive. Well, I don't watch that's the why news. I don't watch the news. I, I can't. I don't do either. It. Yeah. Hey, um, let me ask you this though, Cody. On social media, do you follow people that you don't agree with? I don't have social media anymore. Um, I haven't been on Facebook since December because I just kind of cut it out. But one of my, y'all are going to laugh y'all's ass off when I say this, but I'm being very candid. One of my favorite online personalities is Markiplier. He's a YouTuber that plays video games. Uh-huh. And uh, he's so left-wing, extremely left-wing. And my beliefs do not, he believes take guns away. And he'll make videos saying it. And I just avoid those videos because I have the ability to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. So to answer your question, yes. 
Okay. I, I will I will follow people that I don't agree with to a certain extent because there's 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 a line in fighting for what you believe in and throwing it in my face and trying to get me to agree and if I don't agree you motherfuck me. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't I don't prescribe to that ideology. Yeah. Um you know, because I do follow a lot of you know, obviously conservative stuff, you know, like Prager U and you know, I follow Ben Shapiro and and stuff like that. But another person that I follow that I actually enjoy listening to from time to time is Bill Maher. Because not all that stuff, not everything that dude says I disagree with. Yeah. Because some of the things that guy talks about is like, huh, that makes sense. Right. His views has shifted quite heavily over the last little bit, though. He still claims the Democratic Party. Yeah. But he has also said, these guys fuck up a lot of shit. Yeah. And hence why I said his views has changed. Because yeah. I know at one point he was very heavy on no one needs a gun. Why do we need yeah. a gun? Now he's like, okay. I can see why. A lot of people are like that these days, but that is very unpopular. What is that saying? You know, agreeing was like, you know, guns are necessary because everybody wants to blame the gun after you shoot somebody. Yeah, it's not the gun's fault. Right. So this is kind of on topic. This lady that uh, I saw her little video on Instagram, she's from, uh, she's from the UK and she was talking about the fact that there are policemen in the UK that is forcing themselves into people's homes and that they are controlling like what is going on inside the home with like the temperature and then how much light they get to use and stuff like that. Did you hear about this? much? I did see that video. I think so, you sent it to me actually. Um, so the lady goes on to say, you know, there's so many countries across over this way that this happens to, because we don't have a way to stop that. But if you look at a place like the United States that just about every house has a gun or something along the lines of defending their, their household, nothing like this would ever happen over there. Yeah. This is basically what she's saying. And I, I'm, I understand the point that she's coming from by far because no, it wouldn't happen. It really would not happen because there's still plenty of people that, that live on the, the concept of you're on my property, you're trespassing. Right. Hey, I don't know you. Why are you here? Kind of thing. So in that aspect, if someone's trying to force themselves into your house, regardless of if they're police force or not, like I have the right to defend it. Okay. I don't care if you have a badge or not. And that, that is, that's a mindset that, like I said, a lot of people still have. So the statement that she brought up with that it wouldn't happen is a good, honest statement. But the way that it could be received of how we would go about it is where things get kind of cloudy. So it's really interesting how people view the states, especially from, you know, a totally different country in general. You know, so I don't know, man. I, especially now that I've gotten older and been exposed to more things and been become wiser my views on a lot of things have just constantly been shifting here lately uh, over the last several years. And that's exposing myself to what I don't agree with just so I can hear that ideology to see where they are and why they think that way. I don't want to think that way. And I don't, then I'm not saying that my idea is better than their idea. I'm not that guy, 
I like my ideas a hell of a lot better than I like some of their ideas. Oh, yeah. But, you know, because everybody wants to assume about me that I am, like, hard in the paint on the right wing. Like, I'm all conservative, you know, you know, cons- you know, free carry guns, no registration and all that stuff. And, you know, just can't tell me what I can do and just goddamn little government and all that. I really, I don't know. I was talking to him about this the other day about how I would sum up my views politically in a sentence. And this is as close as I got. Cody, when we meet at the gun range the, the in the next few days to shoot our new AR-15s, please remember to bring that pot brownie recipe you were telling me about <laughs> because I'm taking them to a gay wedding I'm going to. No, I agree with that 100%. That's exactly what I was going to say. My dad... My dad and I do not have the same views at all. Like, I, I guess I would lean more right-wing anything, but like you said. I would, too, but the actions of someone else aren't going to... Exactly. It's not going to ruin my life. Like, everybody mad about this Bud Light thing right now. Right. I'm not even really 100% sure what that's all about. Uh, as some transgender person that got put on the can, and I saw some video about whatever they called themselves... Um, whatever they call themselves, talking about March Madness. I just I knew everybody was having a tough time, but apparently it has to do with sports. As what the fuck ever, shut up. Uh, I just tell people to grow up and drink whiskey. I do well. Yeah, I just don't really drink yeah, these days, so it doesn't matter to me anymore. Everybody's like, "You, yeah, I'm above." That's the thing. You know, I'm boycotting all this shit. Like when everybody was boycotting Yeti and destroying their Yeti coolers, Carhartt. Yeah, Carhartt, and I was like, you guys are fucking morons. You know how much you paid for that shit just to fucking destroy it? You already have it. You already have the thing. Why destroy it? So now you don't have the thing. You gotta go get something else to replace that one. This probably won't be near as good quality either. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't get it. Why people prescribe so hard to that kind of ideology? Yeah, somebody said something I don't agree with. Cool. That doesn't mean I'm going to boycott them. Yeah. doesn't mean I want them to die. I don't want hate to bestow on that person. It's yeah. just not who I am. I spend a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of my energy minding my own fucking business. Works great. Fantastic. I, uh, my stepdad told me a story one time where he was in a bar and there was this, there was this gay man that it back in he was enlisted in the navy and back then it was like the don't ask don't tell type deal like yeah. you weren't allowed in the navy like if if you had come out as gay you weren't allowed in the navy they weren't gonna let you so this guy was a closeted gay man and uh, my stepdad was like I remember the day that my life changed because um, he came in the bar and we were like oh we gotta leave he's here and then another friend that he had was like what do you think you have that he would want you're not even this tight. And my, my stepdad was like, it ch- it hit me right then. Like, wow, just because he's gay does not mean that he's attracted to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about it. I don't care if you're gay, but like, <sighs> I support, you know, I support your decision, but don't bring it to me. Yeah. That's how I feel about don't it. Don't force your ideas on me. And don't tell me you would suck my dick with your eyes open. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> real important. If you're part. a guy, I don't need to know this. Girl, line it up. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, I might not need to hear that from a girl either. I don't, I don't either. Like, I don't want her. Actions my, speak louder than words. Yeah, I don't want her <laughs> looking at me like, I want to suck your dick with my eyes open, and I'm going to ride that motherfucker raw dog. Hey, girl, let's watch our language. You know, you know, why don't we go get ice cream and talk about other things? You settle down, you fucking psycho bitch. Man, I remember the first time someone asked me to, to talk dirty to her. I wasn't. I was. I was well in my adult years, and that hadn't been something that had come across yet. And so it was more of like a negotiation. I was like, I'm going to slap your ass. <laughs> what? Would I you like me to, to do this to you? I don't know how to talk dirty. And it was, it was, it was a culture shock moment for me for sure. But once I got it down pat, yeehaw, we, <laughs> we were in there for like one time. <laughs> that's all it took. That was my one rodeo and that I'm was good it. with it. Yep. You know, you are. <laughs> you know who you are. You may not ever listen to this, you, but I'm, you know who you are. Let's hope you're not searching me up on Facebook. I might post this on Facebook. I might make my uh I might make my yearly pilgrimage to Facebook just to put this on there. Well just, just to see. It will be going on Twitter okay. that uh that this is out. I've I've started posting <laughs> stuff on Twitter. Hey, how did you like those pictures I sent to you earlier, by the way? <laughs> those are pretty cool. Where did those come from? Uh our friend. The one that's supposed to be designing the stuff came from her. Yeah. Does she have the other thing ready? Uh, I didn't. I didn't want to push because she hasn't been doing very good here lately. Yeah. So I was like, I, I, we got this, so I'm happy with this. Yeah. Are you gonna try to put it on um, Spotify? Uh, the pictures. Yeah. Um, I'll. I want to ask her if it's okay because if it's not the finished product, I don't want to put the non-finished product on there. Yeah. It's already. I already feel bad for what I use on Twitter because it's not the finished product. So okay, but I needed something to <laughs> to go with what your you know your Twitter name is. So, but yeah, so um, a friend of mine, she's doing some designs for us, and uh, she sent me some pictures that you know I had influence of like how I want to see them, and I enjoy them very much. So. When Josh is done writing his novel, uh, he can pull up the uh, pictures and show you because I'm not in the mood to throw my phone to you either. Um, but yeah, I was just uh, <laughs> what nothing. What there's you- a pause, and I felt you looking at me. I wonder how well they- again. What? No, I'm just waiting on you to finish your novel. I'm not writing a novel. Then what are you doing? Well, I, the main thing I was doing was reading and spell checking. He's still trying to figure out how to spell 13. <laughs> In Wednesday. Uh. <laughs> this, this is fantastic. But, yeah, man, it's just, there's there's a lot of things that I've listened to when it comes to stuff like that. A lot of people that I know that are heavily left-sided on, on their political views and I talked to them and like, well, here's the best views and ideas that I have is the way that I stand here. What's the best ideas and views on the way that you stand? How can oh, we make brother. your side and my side work together? And I met more people who are willing to, to be in that mindset of what can we do to make both sides of work as one instead of just, Oh, well, my side is better than your side, no matter what happens. So, which one do you like? Two. The second one? Yep. I have to go through and see which one the second one is. Uh, Yeah. 
It's got a pretty uh very eighties. Tetrisy well, or not um uh, not Tetris. Um I asked for that. Like, I Atari this way. Atari, that's what I was thinking of. I'm actually playing a mobile game right now. Um that's kind of the Oh yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the design I've been looking at last couple nice. last couple weeks. What is that eighties mania wrestling? Yes. Oh. It's a game where you uh you take over like a federation, like mm. a like a company, and oh, you gotta yeah, make brother. you gotta make it come to the top of the rankings every week. You get to make your own wrestlers and shit like that. Nice. I told you guys I'm a super nerd for like eighties wrestling. Super wrong with that. I'm a super nerd when it comes to certain video games. Yeah. So I'm yeah. a nerd when it comes to Dragon Ball. I'm also a nerd when it comes to Dragon Ball. Never seen it. What? I'm just being candid. That's okay. That's all right, man. It's all right. We can change that. Yeah, like I said, I've we I, have uh, the technology. There was currently a, sitting right up there. <laughs> Roofed. Right up there. Seriously. I see it. I see it. I see it. Yeah, it's just not something I ever got into when I was a kid. Nothing wrong with just, that. Just because I I spent ninety nine point nine percent of my life as a kid watching wrestling. Like that's all I wanted to do. It's all I wanted to look at. It's all I wanted to watch. <clears throat> From the time I got home to the time that I was rather playing a wrestling video game or watching Classic wrestling. Like, I remember being in elementary school and, like, going to my older teachers, and they were like, why are all your papers about Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Hulk Hogan? Like, you're not even that old. You're not even old enough to know who that is. And I just explained to them. Like, I thought that era of wrestling was what was happening at the time. Oh, wow. Because my brain never put it together. Like, my elementary school brain never was like, hey, this videotape is from 1992 or 1983. So I was like, I'd go to wrestling. I'd be like, yeah, I remember that time that, you know, Baron Von Roschke fought the Von Erichs. And they're like, what are you talking about? Like the rock. That was when rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Undertaker, all that's when they were like real hot shit. Yeah. And dude, I, I didn't know anything about that because my mom was like, no, you're not watching that because it was the attitude era is what they called it. So the algorithm that I've got on TikTok right now has been bringing up a lot of that like OG wrestling stuff. Yeah, dude. And you know, like seeing the 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 Kane story and the Undertaker story yep. and stuff like that, and I really enjoy watching that kind of shit, especially seeing their like the debut of Kane again, because yeah. I remember when that shit happened, and that was just like that, that dude just stepped out of hell, <laughs> and just hearing Jr. in the background again, you know, through hell, fire, <laughs> stone. Right. It's my favorite commentator by far, still to this oh, yeah, day. For sure. God <laughs> Almighty, my God, he killed him. He's broken in half. Broken in half. He broke yeah. him in half. Now, did you, did you ever watch the Paul Bearer version of how the the two brothers are supposed to be? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever watch that? Yeah. yeah. It was it was really interesting how they made that story the way it was. Yeah. So that's awesome. It is. It's very cool. I think you know, and you're probably not gonna like what I'm about to say. No, it's not about hooting the blowfish. <laughs> no. All right. Momentarily. <laughs> you, you better not. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to. <laughs> um, I'm intrigued. I think my favorite wrestler still to this day of all time is Batista. Yeah, okay. Not my era. I was out of wrestling by then. Yeah. That was like 2005. 
I was, I was that was it was the attitude era was starting to dwindle down. Yeah, point. like the yeah. first run of Batista, not when he came back in 2014 and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I was out of wrestling by that point. Well, I wasn't out of wrestling, but I was still that. I, that was 2005. I was in fifth grade, going into sixth grade, so I was just then starting to realize. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Just got his driver's license. I know, but I was just starting to realize. 37 tickets later, that 1996 happened 10 years ago. So, <laughs> so I'm just now starting to see like the second version of the Undertaker and like the rise of Rocky Maivia, who would later become the Rock. Like that shit was still new to me in 2005. Yeah. So it was just wild times back then. What did you think about the American Badass version of, of the Undertaker? Not my favorite. No. No. I like the Western Mortician gimmick. I like that the, one like, was good. Like 1990, 1995. That was good. That was good. Or mm-hmm. they would do the vignettes of him. And Paul Bear would be like, here's my Undertaker. <laughs> and they would like show Undertaker making caskets in the background. Yeah. Fucking badass. And he like, uh, he was, do you, do you know who Yokozuna is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So he was making a casket for Yokozuna and it was fucking huge. And then Paul Bear was like, here's my Undertaker. You see, he's not making one that'll fit him. He's making one that'll fit you, Yokozuna. And I was like, holy, because <laughs> then they flipped it up and I was like, that's a triple size casket. Like that's attention to detail right there. It was fantastic. Love that version of Undertaker. Yeah. I did enjoy the American Badass. Eh. I did. But then the latest of uh of the Undertaker of him coming back with the slow walk and yeah. the trench coat with the big hat. That's yeah, a good one. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, you know what I mean? You're right. If it's out, it's out. It's out. I don't know. Oh, who's uh Who's doing paragraphs now? Hmm, guess what? It's the group text that we're part of. I know. And someone who's the tiniest person of them all said, "Move more weight." Yeah, no, I wasn't going to respond to that. I was just, I was just like, when going, you say, when you say tiny, like she's does, tiny. Oh, does she sag her spandex like that tiny? What sag huh? her spandex? Set no. no. Not talking the same time. Okay, well the tiniest the tiniest dude that's in that group is me. In the in the group is me. Then you have Josh and then Jared and Oh, what's the other fellow's name? I just bring forward The other name. guy's name is Josh. And I've got him beat by quite a bit. No, the, Wait, the I thought fella. you said a female. Yes, yes, there's a female in the there's group. There's a female in the group text. Oh. Anyways, I'm just saying, like, I'm the smallest dude, and then it just goes up from there gotcha. with uh, John Bass being the biggest, and then she's 5'1", maybe? Yeah. So, she's the smallest female in the group, but she's the only female in the group. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like this math. No. No, anything like that, sir? No. No, 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 no. I wasn't saying that. Y'all went a whole different direction of what I was going. I just felt like my spandex joke should have been laughed at and it wasn't. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's too late for that. <laughs> but Whoopsies. Sorry. Yeah, I said it was like she's the smallest female in the group, but if she's the only female in the group. Well, there was. I mean, it checks out, but. Well, I'm the, real confused here, boys. I am as well. I'm real confuzzled. It was the spandex joke. That's it what was. Us off to. All right. Tiny mm. people, they're skinny. They're so skinny, they sag their spandex. Spandex is really tight. Um, oh yeah okay oh so it was a promise you didn't get it not that it wasn't funny 
I mean, but it's never funny if you have to explain it. Yeah, why are you being so hostile right now? Because you didn't laugh at my joke. You're being so spicy. Yeah. Stop being that joke. Stop being spicy. It it hit me, and I was like, this is going to be a really good one, and then no one laughed. (laughs) And (laughs) I guess I could just tell the Pearl Natty story again. Get some cheap cheap laughs off that one. I just want to know what the other one was that you got them all hee-hawing about. Again, he's going to... It's not that he said something that got me hee-hawing. It's something that I said that he pointed out to me, and then I didn't correct it. Mm. All right. I'm loud. You are. It's not a secret. It is not. And there was a waitress in Perlinati's that come walking by, and I said in what I thought was a normal speaking voice, how old do you think she is? And Cody's face was just that of pure terror he was just mortified i was like i was trying to give off the vibe of hey stop it and shut up right now is <laughs> yeah. what i was trying to give off the vibe not nope didn't get it didn't because work. at the same volume that i said it at the first time which again <laughs> wasn't that bad to me i looked at him and said she's right behind me isn't she <laughs> you missed a very important part of this story maybe intentionally but i'm paraphrasing a little bit okay cool What's the important off part air. of the story? Off air. No, is that is that there now? Uh-uh. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh. Nope. It's not. Off air. <laughs> yeah. Man. <laughs> Quitter talk. Josh said. She's right behind me, isn't she? And the girl was like looking over her shoulder. I was like, because he just didn't stop. He wouldn't stop. He just wouldn't stop. He just kept I, I genuinely didn't think I was being that loud. And it's never quiet in Pearl and Addie's anyway. Yeah. It was quiet enough. She heard every word you said, and she did not come back. <laughs> she wasn't our server, was she? I think don't think so. she. I don't think she was. Better she was the next time me and you went. That's probably what happened. Yeah. You want to go tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow's Easter. Monday. The date. Ooh. Ooh. Watch, I'm gonna be in fucking Little River Monday now. Probably so. You know where I'll be. Red Hill Pit. 7 to 4.30, baby. Unless they make me work late again. We worked late Friday. You told me. That sucks. Those sons of bitches. I didn't do anything Friday. I was with my babies. Yeah, Having ice were. cream and watching Disney movies. I got to see two of them before I had to go be an adult for a while. It sucked. Being an adult's overrated, especially when it's not your decision. Yeah, true that. I had a conversation with uh <clears throat> with uh she was a younger lady, I'd say probably probably in her thirties. Uh at the Loxley Dollar Hold General. On. Wait a second. Hold on. How old are you again? Twenty eight. And you just said how old was the lady? In her thirties. And you said a younger lady? That's not quite middle age. Okay. Whenever we have conversations about talking to somebody younger, like it's weird. We've been flirted with by like twenty-two year olds, and we yeah. feel weird. So old, like we're just like we no stop. So when you said younger lady, and then you're like, oh yeah, this person's older than you. I okay, it makes sense in the context of the story that I haven't got to yet. <laughs> okay, but uh, she, I was walking, I bought my stuff, and I walked up, and I saw like the Pez candy dispensers. 
And I was like, I haven't seen these since I was a kid. And she was like, oh, me neither. But my son loves them. And so she started rattling off little facts about her son. And uh, I was like, oh, I don't, you know. And I couldn't get a word in. She wouldn't let me get a word in. She just kept rattling off, rattling off, rattling off. And so you know me. And uh, at a certain point, I'm going to become a smart ass. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yes. And so she kept rattling off, rattling off, rattling off. And uh, she made a comment about there's nothing better than having someone at home that calls you mommy. And I said, I have someone at home that calls me daddy, too. And she's like, oh, really? How old's your kid? And I swiped my card. It went through and I said, I don't have kids. And I walked out. Hey. And I thought that was the greatest line ever until I got to the door and they wouldn't open. <laughs> and I just sit there and think about my choices. And uh, Classic case of this bitch. <laughs> I literally thought I might die if I didn't get out of there right now. And I started doing that thing where I was like swinging back and forth trying to get one of the doors to open. Because that was my mic drop moment, right? Yeah. It didn't work out that way. So it did not. Got me. I got, got you real quick. Yeah, it got me bad. And I can't go back to Loxley Dollar General ever again now. Why? For that reason. Loxley Dollar General has automatic doors. So did you mean the family dollar? No, it, that's what I mean. I was trying to get it to open, and it wouldn't open. That's what I meant by swinging back and forth. I couldn't get the automatic oh, doors okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I don't know if it's, she manipulated it to make me think about this, my life. That was her mind control. I guess. So much hate coming from her body. Yeah, she never said a word. She didn't say another word to me. Like, once she picked up on it, she was just like, like she got that look in her eyes, like, please yeah. get out of my store. I had a I had a had a moment Thursday. Did you? I did. It was great. I laughed harder than I probably should have. But I guess somebody was like the the marathon at sixty five and right before you go over forty seven. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm in there using the bathroom. And I guess they were coming to clean because somebody knocked on the door and a female voice said, is anybody in here? And I yelled, come back with a warrant. <laughs> and I was so proud of myself when I said that. And I, she just heard this fucking idiot howling, laughing at his own joke while he's in the bathroom by himself. And I guess she knew who it was because when I walked out, she just looked at me. It's like, are you proud of yourself? This fucking idiot. He was. I was, yeah. yeah. I, absolutely. <laughs> I was, too, for about five seconds. Yeah. the door wouldn't open. Till she kept you there. Yep. Till she hit that door with her voodoo. I, uh, I hope not. I hope she didn't make me. I don't want her to. I don't want to feel like she got the last laugh in that one. She didn't. As long as you didn't turn back to look at her. No, I just dead, dead sit on the parking lot. Like, please open, please open, please open. I was, the yeah. doors wouldn't fucking open. They were on like a time delay or something, dude. <laughs> you didn't try to open them manually? No, I wasn't going that far, but. Didn't want to look desperate. Exactly. But I was. I was desperate <laughs> to get out of there. I was desperate to get out of there because that was my mic drop moment. I was like, oh, I got you. That teach you about rattling on about something you're proud about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just started this little Pez conversation to make time, and you caused me time. It was one of those situations where I was waiting for her to press the button for it to give me the total on the screen where I could enter my card, and she wouldn't do it. She was still just rattling on. Oh, so and she worked there. Yeah, yeah, she was there. Oh, she was the cashier. Okay. And uh, so yeah, you're probably right. She probably had a button, like she was probably just holding a button. I was like, yeah, I think that was funny, dick. <laughs> I thought it was. I didn't laugh until I got out of the car though. <laughs> 
So did you reach out to Mac? No. I, I, I don't know why. I want to call and and ask and have it on on like real time. But what? Well, go ahead. No, you said it'll take away from what's going on now. So I decided not to. I don't. I don't think he'd be upset though. No, it's fine because he is he is here for it. It's I'm okay. A, I'm a fan of continuity. Yeah, well, call her. He was telling me that you want to start your own thing, right? Um, is that is that what my understanding is? I've considered it, but it would be a YouTube thing. Um, I do a lot of fishing. Okay. And it's one of my favorite things to do in the world, even though I don't get a chance to do it much anymore. But I want to start a fishing podcast. It's going to sound so sad, but it's not. I oh. thought it was really cool when you told me about it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I can get you in touch with a lot of people. Yeah. I want to start a fishing podcast for people that don't have people to fish with. Because all the fishing trips I ever go on are by myself. And I know how tough that can be on your psyche sometimes. Because sometimes you just want to have somebody there to, you know, chop it up with. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, sometimes go. Because it's hard to even get out of bed sometimes and go because you don't get excited about it. And you have to kind of make yourself go. So I kind of want to do like a... uh Kind of like a, like a self help mm-hmm. fishing channel, yeah, and just something different because there's there's nothing in that space. There's nobody on there that's like, hey, you know. But I I kind of want wanted to do a fishing show, and it won't be a long form fishing show. It'll be probably a clip show, but just like a like a little short fishing video that you can put on like while you're out there fishing, you know, by yourself. Because there's a lot of people that do it. I mean, yeah. there, there's a lot of older folks that have lost their fishing buddy. You know, yeah, I understand. And I kind of just wanted to kind of hit that, but I've never, never really done it. Never really put any time or no effort into it. Just kind of seemed like a lot. One to get started off the ground, and then two, uh, I'm not like a mental health professional. You know, neither am I. Yeah. Neither is he. And we've had heart dark conversations that were needed. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong. I got. I can make a phone call to my therapist right now if I wanted to, but. He's uh he's over in Djibouti. Um, he's over there for I think another ten months, I think. Um, but if that's something you want to do, and if you want to have, like, say, if you want to go fishing with somebody, I'll talk about that kind of stuff. Like, I can honestly get you in touch with a good bit of people. Yeah. Um. So do you, you should know who the fever is, right? The fever. The fever fishing gear. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, that's owned by two of my cousins. Okay. Okay. So like I can get you in touch with them because they go fishing all the time. That's yeah. one of the greatest things they like to do. Right. Um, there's another guy that they hang out with a lot. His name is Tanner. Um, he goes out and does a bunch of fishing on his own. There's another guy that I call dip. Um, he, he has a thing. I think it's called dippy outdoors. Yeah. I know who that is. Yeah. Like dip McMillan. Yeah. Yeah. I've known him for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like you could, you can have those days where you go by yourself and make clips by yourself. And then right. also, hey, man, I want to go out fishing. You want to go out and talk with me. I'm going to record it. And, you know, the I'm trying to remember the quote that I heard. And it's basically the only way to get started is to actually do it. Oh, yeah. So, um, like, with this, this, this podcast that we're doing, I, I think I touched on it maybe last episode or maybe the episode before that. Um, but I play video games, I was streaming and like I could kind of talk to people here and there. Um, but mostly it was just people hearing me like make the calls, talk to my friends and stuff like that. But 
I didn't have an interest in this. Right. And now that that we're doing it and we get to kind of have people come over to the house and hang out and, and talk and, you know, have different topics and different kind of conversations that, you know, you may not want to have or just other people may find redundant, but we enjoy it. That you can do the same thing and you just happen to be fishing while you're doing it. Right. And you know, he's talked about it once or twice. Like, hey, why don't we try filming this? And so we could put it on YouTube or whatever. It's like, well, I need to get this fixed first. And then, you know, there's other things that I want to do. And um, and so eventually, sure, I'm not against something like that, but I still got to figure that out <clears throat> as we go. And it's going to be the same thing for you. Because, I mean, this, the, the pilot that we did, we spent, what, an hour and 19-ish minutes trying to figure out if we were even going to want to do this after that. Yeah, I mean, most of the stuff we put out has been pretty funny and light and uh, all that good stuff. But, I mean, episode one, we didn't really – it was just us talking and me listening to audio and him tweaking the audio on the computer. I mean, it was just a – I mean, episode one is really just a work in progress. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad we did it like that, you know, because – it worked well. We decided we wanted to do it again. And then we decided it was like, well, Hey, let's have somebody here next time. We had John Stewart in here. Who's like one of my favorite humans on this earth. And I just, <clears throat> I, I, I enjoy this. I enjoyed a lot. Um, because I just enjoy talking to people. I enjoy hearing experiences of other people. And I don't know, maybe this was just a way for us to have an excuse to do that. I don't know. I just enjoy it. But the fishing thing that you're talking about, to me, sounds cool to shit. I would definitely subscribe to that and watch it or listen to it or ever ever how you do it. But, yeah, I would definitely enjoy something like that for sure. I kind of come up with the idea uh, during COVID because the the hobby – the hobby of fishing um, got really popular during yeah. COVID, and a lot of people were starting to do it. And the mental health of America went downhill during COVID. Indeed. And so I kind of put the two and two together, and I was in a really, 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 really super bad place during COVID. Yeah. Like, not because of COVID, but my mental health from pre-existing things before COVID was, like, in the freaking toilet. And so that just made it worse. And so I was like, I, there was, you know, there's several different fishing trips I went on, you know, because up until last year, I was traveling a lot and fishing different places, but I was always doing it by myself. So there were several different, you know, places where I was like, man, I just wish somebody was here. Like, I wish I could talk to somebody. So my idea with the, the podcast, or I guess the YouTube series or whatever it would be called, my idea was like, well, maybe somebody else is out there fishing right now. And they just kind of want to have that feeling of like, hey, there's somebody out here somebody out there that's doing the exact same thing that I'm doing. And it was going to be like, a, you know, maybe maybe if it did get a little follow and open it up to like, you know, not really advice, because again, not a mental health professional, but you can you can help talk people through some issues. I mean, yeah. you know, especially, I mean, especially if you've been through it for sure, but even giving somebody a different perspective on their, like if they sent a, you know, if you open it up at the end to like, hey, if you guys got any questions, send it in. And they sent you a question like, hey, what do you think? Just giving somebody a perspective, another perspective on it, that could help them out as well. 
that gives them a, a second lens to look at it through. And that helped me a lot when I was in therapy because my therapist, I would go in there and tell her something and she'd be like, okay, but that's the way you think it is. Here's how I think it is. And if you ask another person, here's how they would might think that it was. Mm -hmm. So helping that's, that's, that's kind of like what I was thinking. It would be like a fishing podcast based on like mental health, like not necessarily talking about my struggles, but maybe trying to help somebody out along the way, you know? If, like my, if, if my struggles came up and I could relate that to someone else, yes. But I would rather make it about the people watching it, trying to help them, than I would try to make it about me. Oh, that's what that's what I was saying. Like, you could take people out there with you yeah. and you just say, hey, what got you into this? Why do you keep doing it? Stuff like that. Because yeah. there's people that go fishing for different reasons. They just enjoy the the, the honest thrill of cast and catch yep like that is their thing they don't go out there because they're oh i need to get away it's like no i go out here because i enjoy doing that particular thing right. i mean when I, when i was younger and i was fishing um i'd go down to the fairhope pier or i'd go out just random places that that were just along the streams and stuff and i'd go just to be away from people yeah because that was something that i could go pick to do instead of having something picked for me to do right yeah. and so you know you could always have you know a group of group of two like you and somebody else or you know a group of five or whatnot and you can just have a conversation about it say hey like us three went out and we go out there and say hey all right we've been out here 30 minutes an hour what have y'all felt so far it's like you just relaxing being out in nature right. is awesome because there's people like doing that too yeah. they just want to go out and be part of nature and all right, cool. I caught a fish while I was here. Great. I did something. I accomplished two things. I got out and I, I caught me something that I can eat if I want it. So it's, there's always different ways to perceive something. And it, Josh's view is going to be different than mine. Mine's going to be different than yours. Yours is going to be different than ours. But there's always something to learn by seeing it in a different view. Right. Exactly. So don't be scared. There's no reason to be scared to go out there by yourself and talk say hey i'm enjoying this because this is why i enjoy it or say if you got dip to go with you hey man why did you start doing what you do why are you doing this for the kids why are you why did you do this for yourself why has it snowballed into this same thing with you know my cousins drew and brad that go fishing all the time or tanner like if you're able to do that like you can just spitball stuff off each other Hell, you can take us and like all right yeah why do you enjoy this I'm like hmm I get to hang out with my buddies. Be easy as that. Anything that's going to help kill the stigma against men's mental health, I'm down. Yeah, 100%. We are, at the end of this month, really, really, really putting ourselves out there doing like an entire episode around men's mental health. And I am honestly not looking forward to it. I know I'm not. I know what's going to happen to me after I have this conversation, but so be it. If that's what's going to help, if it just if it's just one person that hears and is like, okay, fuck it, I need to keep going. I need to do this for myself and for others. I'm down. I'm with it. So that'll be one to uh, <clears throat> to check out if you're if you're looking for something like that because it's we're going to have CJ back in here. And he's putting his story out. I'm going to put my story out. And 
I believe Jake is also going to put some of his story out. It's just going to be us talking about mental health to try to kill the stigma that's out there. <clears throat> the stigma on men's mental health is bad enough. It's elevated even more from public safety because so many guys, I know so many guys, and I was one of them that just thought they had to just gut through it and get over it. And I'm sure it's the same way in the military. I'm sure that that stigma very much so exists in the military. I, I don't know, but I, I can only speak for what I was a part of, and it's eat up with it in the fire service. And then me being eat up with pride did not help that any whatsoever. Yeah. So if that's what you want to do, I 100% would support that any way that I could help do any of that kind of stuff. I appreciate it. For sure. To just help kill the stigma, man. It's, something's got to change. Something's got to give. Too many good people are gone just because they didn't say, I need help. Yep. Not only that, they're gone because they also felt like they couldn't. Yeah. Right. That's what another big thing about it is, too, is that, you know, there's people out there that feel like they can't reach out. It's like, oh, I'm a guy. If I reach out, I'm weak. Right. And I had that problem. I, mean, I I made a solid, solid case of why I should not go see a therapist. And then I started going to one because of the situation at the time. And it has been a tremendous help. Like it has been to the point of, like, I never, I, I didn't get to the point of like, I want to do something dumb. Like I didn't get there, but having the option of knowing I can make a phone call. Hey man, can I come talk to you for a minute? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I got 30 minutes or an hour. Come on. It's just just like that. Having the, having the ability to feel like you can have someone that you can talk to and not judge. And don't get me wrong. I have many, many friends that would not judge me and how I feel about things. But they also would be kind of not saying they'd be biased, but they would still have a, a view that's like not what I need, if that makes sense. Because they're, they're there to, to kind of listen and be of help, sure, yes. But you have someone who's there to listen and make you think in a way that you're not used to doing. Like that is what he or she is trained to do. And so that's been the other big thing that I've I've had to come to the realization of is getting to the point where you're not feeling scared, weak, pathetic, belittled. Like anything negative of reaching out for help, that's been the biggest issue that I've had to fight through. Because, like we explained it before, we grew up. Like he, he and his dad was in Vietnam, correct? Dad was in the army during Vietnam. <clears throat> his orders were changed. Um, I'd have to ask my mom of how soon his orders were changed before his unit shipped out. While he was stationed in Italy, it was like him and three dudes that didn't go. Uh, but he never actually went to Vietnam. Yeah, but he was, he he was still was military in during Vietnam. Okay. Either way, he was still in the military, right? So that's the kind of like that's what he grew up in that in that time, you know. So his dad being in the military, that's how he grew up. Like my grandpa just grew up hard up, you know. So my dad was raised by a dude who was not not terrible, like terribly hard on him because my, my grandfather was a preacher, stuff like that. But you know, he had a hard work ethic, you know. So my dad 
very much instilled being perfect. Cause if you do it right the first time, you don't have to go back and fix it. And so, you know, that the whole thing of you do it right the first time you don't have an issue. And that kind of fell into everything else in life. Like if you don't mess up in your personal life well, your professional life's not going to mess up, you won't have any problems. So also growing up with people is like, Oh, well you're a guy suck it up. You know, that's another big issue because you're, we're now the, the, I think the biggest age group in the States is this particular generation that, you know, I try not to claim to be part of, but the millennials and stuff like you have that transition period of be tough, be a man, hold your problems in. And then you have this other generation that is behind us. That's super, super sensitive and you're trying to navigate how you're supposed to feel because this is how you grew up and this is what you're trying to raise and, and stuff like that. So having that ability to make the phone call, to have someone who's just neutral and say, all right, this is what you told me. This is how I see it. I'm going to explain it this way to you. I want you to think about it in this aspect instead of that aspect. So it's, it's definitely useful to have a therapist that's like that. Oh yeah. Cause I know, I know people that goes to couples counseling and stuff like that. And they get a therapist who's heavily one side or the other. Like they're not there to help solve the problem. They're helped to bash the one that's supposedly the problem and not help them get better or whatever. So that's, that's also <clears throat> been helpful for me at least. That might be a lot of my problem. <laughs> not necessarily like mental health wise, but just, with people in general, I'm not changing who I am. Just not hurt your feelings. I'm just not that guy. I am who I am. I'm going to be wholesome and upfront and honest with you about it. But if the way I say it offends you, you can get right the fuck on somewhere. I don't care. I really don't. That's totally understandable. And if you think that I should care, not you specifically, but if you think that I should care about other people's feelings, <laughs> Stop it. yeah, see uh, you fuck off. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have so much more important shit to worry about yeah. than whether or not a word hurts somebody. Yeah. What was it that we grew up with? Sticks and stone and break bones. Words will never hurt me. It's Cause we don't and know how now, to say them. Huh? It's Cause we don't know how to say them. So true, bro. You the one that said that. I know. And it's still funny. I understand that. Yeah. But still, that's like that was what we grew up saying, and now we're like, oh, words are way worse. Safe place for words, bro. Go on somewhere with that shit, huh? Oh, safe place for words. Yeah, safe space. You know, safe spaces and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't know. I need to just keep this to myself. I think we're at a very important crossroads right now. Not only for men's mental health, but for mental health in general, because stuff like you just mentioned is making a mockery of mental health. That's my opinion. A safe space for yes, words. It exists. It I know it exists. I'm not. I'm not bashing it's absolutely you. Ridiculous. I'm not bashing you. I'm just saying that that being accepted is making the mental health battle look more illegitimate yeah. in the grand scheme. Of yeah. Things. Especially when. You have people out there that have been so sheltered and protected from words like that. And it's not even 
from us, from our perspective, not even words that really have that much of an impact. So, yeah, I think you're right when you say there's a mental health crisis going on with that of people that just put so much of their identity on being so politically correct. And, you know, say what you want about Trump, but he hit it on the head when he said everything woke turns to shit. He nailed it when he said that. Either way, man, he was going to look at other people how they want, no matter what. And that's fine. That's 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 who you are. You have the ability to do that. I have the ability to do that. We all have the ability to do that. But for you to expect me to change my vernacular, my vocabulary, to appease you, fuck you. That's fair. How's that for vernacular? Sorry. I am who I am. Like the whole trying to curb my language a little bit. That's been a dying front, man. I'm trying. I just wanted to know Dad talked about that earlier. I don't doubt it. When I saw him. Does he still listen to the show? I guess. Oh boy. <laughs> Tell him he might want to skip episode 11. Episode 11? Yeah, it's going to be a mental health one. This is eight. Yeah. Aaron, next week is nine. That's right. Mac and Jared on the 23rd to find that you won the contest is episode 10. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to win this. I'm not going to win this. On the 30th mm. is Mr. Amerson. Yeah. That's number 11. Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. I am not looking forward to it. Yeah. Which is also part of the stigma. Yeah, that was that was my problem when I first because someone if it wouldn't have been for someone telling me like, "Hey, man, I knew you three years ago, and the person you were three years ago is not the person you are today." If it wasn't for someone telling me that, I never would have like went to a therapist. Yeah, but that was the hardest phone call I've ever made in my freaking life. Mm-hmm. Like I hit it, hang up. Hit it, hang up. Hit it and hang up. And then uh, finally, she accidentally called me back. Uh, the therapist, she called me back and she was like, hey, I, or is this the cable man? Are you coming today? And I was like, oh, no, wrong number. And then she's like, this is the number that keep calling me. And I was like, yeah. She's like, well, I got you on the phone now. You want to talk about it? And I was oh, like. Oh, she bamboozled you. Yeah, and I was like, oh. I'm well, he kind of bamboozled himself a little bit. Yeah. He did. Well, but it was worth it. Well, I didn't really bamboozle myself, but like I have a pretty bad case of phone call anxiety. And so that was playing into it too. Like I wanted to I wanted to call, but then when I saw her call me back, I was like, Okay, like I can oh. I can do this, you know. So like I answered the phone and I was waiting for her to be like, Hey, do you want to set up an appointment? And she was like, Hey, is this the cable man? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> oh God. But it all it all worked out. But like I told Jake, and I've said it a couple of times on the air already, and I'm, I'll say it again. Um, he said that we can have the conversation whenever I want. Well, yeah. if that's the case. And it's not going to happen. Exactly. Yep. So that's why we put it on a calendar. We put it on a date. We're putting it out there now that it's coming. We're we're for sure doing this. We've got it scheduled. It's yeah. it's going to happen. And I can't back out because I'm a man of my word. And I said I would do it. And I said I would talk about it. So I'm going to be here and uh, just not be a fan of me for a little while. Of course, I'm not a fan of me now, which is a part of another part of my problem, I guess. But, you know, it is what it is. 
I'm just thankful that someone sat down. And I think this is another part of that. I'm thankful someone sat down with me and told me, like, you're not who I met. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, like, I think that conversation needs to be had more often because the military changed me a lot. Like, just some of the experiences I had and stuff like that and the way my military, which I've told you about how my military career ended. Yeah. I was very sour on the military for a long time. And uh, that messed me up a lot worse than I thought it did. And no one ever told me, like, hey, bro, you should maybe go see somebody. So when it finally happened in 2019, someone was like, hey, cuz, listen, I know you and you're not you. I think that conversation should be had a lot more, too. And because people, people always talk about, like, people always talk about the mental health crisis that someone else is going through in, like, the past tense. Like, hey, it's still going on. You know what I mean? They're still at war with themselves. Yeah. Like, I just think that I think that more open, honest conversation should be had too. Because you'll talk to somebody like, especially me. And I'm sure it's happened to y'all too. People are like, "Oh, I'm glad you're seeing a therapist because I could tell you needed it." Okay, well, you never said anything. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's something else that's got to die, man. Yeah. That just if you see something change with somebody, you've got to fucking speak exactly. up. There's home. Huh, so to that, to both of those statements, there's been people that I know that have said things to me like that. And I just brushed them off, thinking, "Ah, oh, you're full of shit." Which yeah. is so, fair. Oh, wait, wait, you got to hear me out now. I've said things like that to you, Josh, and you keep brushing them off because you said well, you didn't feel like it was accomplishing anything. Okay, you said that to me face to face. Yeah. Okay. So I'm using this as an example of that still needs to die. I've said this to you, and you keep brushing it off. And I've said it to other people, but right. You're here, this, and we're going to have this conversation about it on that day as well. Whenever that is said to you, not just you, you as well, me as well. When you say that to you, and your mindset is like, "Oh, you're full of shit. You're just you're just busting my balls." Well, that's how we perceive it. Used to be, right? Like we we take it in a sense of, okay, well, they they don't really mean that. They're just saying it to say it. Right. So there's plenty of times where people have said that, at least to me. And I've said it to you, so I'm saying it now. Like I'm not saying that just to say, oh, ha, 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 ha. No, I'm saying it because I have seen you in your highs and you're enjoying yourself and you're enjoying the time that you're having. I've seen you in the lows where you're not a fan of anything. And it's a scary view to see you go from the mountaintops to the, to the valleys of the worst. And because I've, I've done it, I'm sure he's done it. It's just... I go hard too, man. Right. And so not only does the stigma of the guy or not, not just the guy, but the person themselves not thinking that they are thinking they cannot reach out to somebody. But when someone bluntly tells them, Hey, I think you should do this. And then that person that is told just brushes it off. Well, then you're defeating the purpose of taking that that action of what could be done to help you and you're literally just shoving it away. So what I'm getting at with what I said is the stigma that is there of people not being able to reach out needs to go away. The other stigma that needs to go away is whenever it is said to somebody, the person that is being said to really should think about it and be like, okay, if that's actually being said to me in a way that they are concerned, I may need to look into this. Because like I said, there's plenty of people that have that said to them and they will just brush it off. 
I can give you another side of that perspective also. That's fine. For uh, me. Yes. My thing is, this is something I've struggled with for a while and still kind of do. I never wanted to talk to a therapist because I don't know this person. How am I going to relate to this person? You know, all the typical dumb shit of, you know, avoiding the inevitable. I don't want to talk to somebody that I don't know because they're not going to be able to relate to me. But I don't want to talk to another firefighter because then with me reliving my shit, they got to relive their shit. And I didn't want to burden anybody with that because I know, I mean, there's a lot of dudes, there's some dudes that still aren't, are still healing themselves. And I, I myself am still healing. Like I, like I said, I went through 15 years of that, man. Mm-hmm. And talking about like my worst day, which I think will end up coming up on the show. Yeah. And I don't fucking want it to, but it needs to be said. It needs to be brought up. It needs to be talked about, but it doesn't do anything for me. It really doesn't like talking about it, getting it out. That, that does not do anything positive for me. I can tell you exactly what's going to happen after this conversation we have on the air, on the show, whatever. I'm going to not sleep for probably two days. Like I'm going to lay in there in that bed and I'm going to have flashbacks all night. And then once I do finally fall asleep, I'm going to end up having nightmares. The last time I had this conversation with somebody, I slept 45 minutes that night. And that was a collective 45 minutes. And the next night, I probably slept three hours. Now, in saying all that, I'm saying this. I'll still talk about it. I'll still bring it up. I know it's going to happen to me. I already know. I know it's not going to help me. It never has. And maybe I'm just so fucking cold and such a hard ass that it's maybe it never will. But I'm not worried about me. Somebody else can get positive from that. Somebody else can hear that and say, okay, it's being discussed. I can discuss it. I can, whatever. I, I, don't, I don't know. But that's, that's my perspective that, you know, sometimes it's a cathartic release, but it's very temporary. And then it's a shit show for the next three days. That was made very, that was made very clear to me by my therapist when I first started. She was like, this is not supposed to be fun. You're not going to enjoy this. But she was like, you're one day it'll hit you like that helped and that that has happened. So maybe it just hasn't hit you yet, man. Maybe, maybe maybe one day and it might it might take that person coming to you and saying, bro, thank you. Because hearing that I needed to hear that that might that might help you that that right there. (laughs) Just hearing that your story helps someone else. That might be that light bulb moment. Well, I hope so. Because I had my light bulb moment because I I was going to therapy and paying $110 for one hour because I was paying out of pocket because I didn't want to use my insurance. And I was paying out of pocket. And every time I left there, I was like, this shit is not helping me. Like, I do not feel better. And the first time that I handled a situation differently than what I would have handled it before, that was my light bulb moment. Like, because I was like, in my mind, I was like, here's how I'm going to handle this situation. But in my actual in my actual real life, I handled the situation completely differently. And that was my light bulb moment. Like, 
holy shit, it's working. You know what I mean? So maybe yeah. just haven't had your light bulb moment yet. Maybe, maybe it's something like I hadn't considered that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm just gonna be a man of my word. And since I said I would talk about it, since I said that we were gonna do this, and this is what I said had to happen, so I'm gonna hold up my end of the deal. I'm not fucking looking forward to it at all. But I'm um, gonna do it. I feel like the way that I have my issues is gonna be looked at as like, man, it's really not that bad. No, but, fuck those people that say that. No, that's, no, no, man. no, that's me thinking about this right now. No, 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 so, no, 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 no. Scars are scars, man. Trauma's trauma. So, something else that has been pointed out to me that I know I have said is I don't. I don't really like talking about having a heart condition. I really don't. Because for a long time, it was all these people saying, hey, man, you can't do this. And it was me saying, hey, fucking watch me. But I never I never used that to get sympathy. I never wanted sympathy from that. And what helped me switch, that switch for me, was when I was having my second open heart surgery, 2005. I was in Birmingham. And we met this family of this little girl named Kimberly. Mm-hmm. She had been in the hospital so long that it looked like her bedroom. She was there waiting on a heart and she never got it. So seeing her go through that, seeing there's another girl that I met up there that I ended up talking to for a while because she lived in Mobile. We were in Loxley, obviously. Yeah. Um, she had a heart double lung transplant and she was the happy, one of the happiest human beings I've ever met in my life. Her name was Chelsea. Both of these people are gone now. Yeah. And with those two and my dad, my dad always told me that he wanted no sympathy for what he was going through because somebody's got it worse. And I've said that for years. I say that now. I don't want sympathy. I do what I want to do. Somebody's got it worse than I do. And somebody pointed out to me that that's kind of horseshit. What? How is that horseshit? Because you're taking away from your own experience. You're taking away from what you had to go through to get where you are. And now you're almost belittling yourself. Trauma's trauma. Like you went through what you went through and you're here on the other side of it now, depending on, you know, what have you. But. Don't take it away from yourself for what you've been through. And I've kind of been struggling with that a little bit. <clears throat> a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why. I've never had the problem thinking, like, bro, I've had, I'm 32 years old. I've had three heart surgeries. Okay. I've never thought about that because I see what I can do now. Yeah. I see what I'm capable of now. Yes. And. Now that I think about it, it's like, wow, I've had three fucking heart surgeries. May have another one here soon. Okay. I got shit to do. I can't sit around worrying about what may happen. Yeah, I understand. So, and I granted my surgeries I may be looking at, it's not near as bad, but I'm still going to be down for a while. uh, There we go. What did we just say, Jake? Don't take it away. Don't take, don't sell yourself short. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in, in, in yeah. terms of what could go wrong, if they mess up and they nick your heart the wrong way, that's a big deal. 
Yeah. Well, mine's just mine is if it's from the shoulder down, I may not be able to use an arm, but okay. I still got another one to use. You have to, you see, have to find a whole nother heart. You're taking away from yourself because you know what I can do right now? What? Smile. I can use my hands. I can feel my feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things you're going through right now. Don't take it away from you, bud. The first one, the being able to smile thing, that that may have been a little fucked up. Thanks, buddy. Sorry. That, you know, Bell's palsy. I was going to say, is that a Bell's palsy joke? It, it, it kind of wasn't supposed to be a joke. I've had it twice. Okay. So. It wasn't supposed to be a joke, but he references it a lot that his face doesn't work. My face does not work. Yeah, I had an ex-girlfriend who had a Bell's palsy. Yeah. And it would happen from time to time, and it was always, it was always interesting. I didn't know it existed until one day she was like, yeah, I can't. My face isn't working. I was like, holy cow. Yeah. Speaking of Jim Ross, he has it too. Yeah, so does uh, the big guy from Game of Thrones. F. Thor Julius Bjornsson. Yeah, that fella. I, got you. I couldn't have said it either. I just said the mountain from the Game of Thrones. There you go. Mike's barely fine. picking you up, Cody. I don't know how. I'm just letting you know what I'm hearing. Oh. Either way, though. Yeah, so if I smile this side, you, it, it's fine. If I do this side, it it's, it don't work well, so I don't smile anymore. Got you. If I do smile, I have to have sunglasses on, so it does. It's not as noticeable. But you're just a damn cute. <laughs> you're beautiful, and you're gonna win that competition. No, you're already yes. winning. No, you're winning right now. How? I How do you know that? You. Huh? How do you know that? Because I know me, and I know you. You said you got many, many compliments today in big hat. Yeah, in your hat. Yeah, but it was on your head. <laughs> One so of them was you, fire truck. Really? Yeah. Where'd you see fire truck at today? He was at Jack Bush's booth at Strawberry Festival. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That checks out. Yeah. I think, okay, call her. I'm not even looking at her. Like I'm not even looking at calling her at all. All right. I was checking something else out. But you should call her. The anticipation is it's taking its toll on him. It seems it is. like yeah. it's on who? On, on you. Oh fine. no, it's not taking its toll on me. Oh. I know I've already lost. Jake's no. the one that's right. brought it up. Fine. Colin. Do it. Live on air right now. She may not even answer. Maybe well, it's seven thirty. Oddly enough, the microphone's not picking it up. It is not, because I don't hear it. May not answer because it's an unknown number. Yeah. That's why I said you should have called her because she has your number. Hmm. Fine. Just to make you happy so you can find out you're winning. She's not going to tell me. That's not the question I wanted to ask. All I want to know is there more participation than the 35 votes that's been casted so far. I can't believe we had 35. Same. Some of them is uh, some of them has asked if we're single. Oh, huh? Oddly enough, that's not it's not picking up off your microphone either. No, it didn't. Please leave your message. No, it picked that up. (laughs) Please leave your new. <laughs> Checking out on that. Yeah. Those are hard for me too. Voice Roll mails. credits. Yeah. <laughs> Pow. Congratulations, Jake. What? 
You win. You're going to win. How? You don't know that. By we're default. Gonna, we're going to find out in two weeks. You are a better human than I am. You're more attractive. And you're more popular. I just know a lot of people, so we're not going to go with that third one. Because you also we, know a lot of people. Yeah, I know a lot of people that don't fucking like me. I'm pretty sure there's quite a bit of people who don't like me either. No, you're so much more likable. Mm. I don't know about that. I do. For sure. Hell, I like you more than I like me. Yeah, but I like you more than I like me. Okay, then. You're so beautiful. Well, you, guys, the best you, guys, here. you guys are adorable. Swear to God. There's a uh, there's a heavy, heavy positivity in this room. Is it? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And it has been since I walked in. The first, the first thing he said to me is, Damn, you're handsome. You know, know what else there like is that. in this room? Oh God. A lot of reflection. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's real. Do I have to wear my hat the whole goddamn time? He meant he meant right self-reflection. Your, your head looks like a whole nother light bulb. I can take a picture and show you the look right now. Don't bother. <laughs> Can't wear the big hat either. Why? Oh yeah, did you hear about that one? I have not. All right, so hold, hold on. Let let him listen to it. Let him listen to it. Yeah. All right. It's or, so much. It's more. Or I could just toss you the big hat and you put it on. I wonder if he'd notice. One way to find out. Okay. Let's do it. I feel like this, <laughs> is, this is a test right. I didn't study for. All right. <laughs> All right. So look at him. Look at him currently. Okay. All right. Uh -huh. Okay. Is this like, should I take a full profile? Yeah, get a good look. Okay. Pull full profile. Okay. All right. <sighs> I don't think they really changed a whole lot on this go around. No, I'm not seeing. You look kind of like a goblin a little bit. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> <laughs> like a uh, an American Raiden from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> With big ears. <laughs> that was so much better than I expected. <laughs> you okay, Dick? <laughs> you look like, with that badge on your head, you look like a groundskeeper at Hogsworth. <laughs> you look like Rubius has been. Has been? <laughs> It got it got all over. So much better. <clears throat> An American. Oh god, American Raiden with big ears. Oh, that was fantastic. Can I give you the hat back now? I don't know if I want you to, if you're gonna keep going like that. What uh what was I supposed to notice? Oh, you said it. You said it. It's Raiden, wasn't it? No, no it was the big ears. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so John It does it does it it brings them out. That hat does bring them. It looks like your ears are holding the hat up and not your head. <laughs> well, I guess you don't have to listen now. <laughs> I got it. I got it where my ear is going side, so I don't have that that problem. I have to physically. 
poke him in the hat. Oh, that makes me so happy. That kind of makes me sad. I'm sorry. I feel like all the positivity just drained out of the room. It oh, did, no, it did not. It did not. It did not. Trust me. The first thing you said to me was, you're handsome, and I just told you you have big fucking ears, and you look like an American <laughs> has-been or some shit. <laughs> a groundskeeper. <laughs> look at the badge. Oh, look no. at the badge on the head. That's so Hogwarts. It is. It's very much, but it's salt armor is what it is. What now? Salt armor. Oh, okay. oh God. So tired. Oh, feeling in the thighs. Mm-hmm. But oh wow, this is what we're at two hours and fifty-one minutes. Oh, time has flown, flying by. Last time you asked, like thirty minutes ago, if we'd only been going for thirty-seven minutes. <laughs> That's what it seems like, Jake. Okay, we know. Well, we'll check. We'll check the timestamps on that. <laughs> I think it was an hour and eighteen. It was. Uh, oh, it, yeah, yeah. Words it was. are hard. <laughs> Memories. I, <laughs> I'm not a good judge of time. He's not. I never have been. Did he ever tell you about his uh, altered time? How that works? Altered time. Uh, uh, this is definitely an off mic conversation. Okay. I mean, it doesn't have to be, but why uh, would it have to be off mic? Because I don't want you getting in trouble. I mean, I'm not doing it now. That's true. You're not. Anyways. Uh, when we, oh, okay. I'm when tracking. We, when we first experimented with some stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Rubbing alcohol. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> We were over at his cousin's house or his cousin's parents' house. And the stuff that we tested out, we were in, we were outside. It was nighttime. I was helping his cousin with some tools and stuff like that, that he needed. He never moved. I was useless. He <laughs> stood in one spot. And he and wasn't even doing it. Dude, he, he couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't do anything. I, dude, so I was like just, looking up at stars. He's just there. Like, he's like, guys, how long have we been out here? And his cousin and I, we just stopped and looked at each other. Both of us looked at him. What do you mean, man? He's like... <laughs> It was like we've been out here for a while. It's like, well, we have, yeah, we've been out here for a little bit. And he goes, and it feels like we've been out here for about three weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> what, dude? In my mind, three minutes was eight hours. It was, dude, it was wild. It was legitimately five minutes. He stood, he stood still. Five minutes. It was Did three not weeks move in his mind. A muscle. Dude, Nothing. He's like, I have watched the sun go up and down <laughs> for three weeks in this one spot. Why has they, Why has your parents not gotten mad at me for, for being here this whole time? I can hear that sentence said in your voice. It, it happened. And it's fantastic. It, it happened. It, we had a, I had tried a lot of rubbing <clears throat> alcohol. Okay. Yeah. I had a lot of it. Like that was my limit that I didn't know that I had at the time. Right. Boy. It was fantastic because he's just there. It's like, man, I feel like I've been out here for three weeks and then ask him again in about, I'll ask him like another 10 minutes. Like, Hey man, how long have we been out here? Eight hours. <clears throat> like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to answer you. You're going to make fun of me. <laughs> You're right. But I think one time he said, I think we've been out here for a calendar month. Ooh. 
Oh, time he his judge of time is already shit. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, it's already horrible. And then put him on the the rubbing alcohol. Boy, but I miss it. But Have you tried isopropyl alcohol? What might help your time issue? Uh, I don't. I don't know what that means. Oh, off mic. Yeah, off mic. Because with the job that we have, yeah, it would definitely. Yo, you're definitely you're definitely getting a rubbing alcohol test Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm fine. I'm not gonna fail it. Yeah, I'm passing mine too. So <laughs> I made I made one joke one time uh, at work, and I was in an office with another guy that we work with. I don't exactly remember who it was, but I made a joke about a recreational drug. And the guy looked me dead in the face and was like, you're taking a drug test tomorrow. I just want you to know that. And I was like, huh, okay. And because the guy didn't have any, the guy didn't have any, you know, pull enough to be able to make me take a drug test. So I was like, huh, that's funny. Next fucking morning, they had the drug, the drug people in there doing tests. And I was on the list for the first and last time ever. And I was like, wow, what a premonition you had. He's like, you can't make jokes like that around here or you will get drug tested. I thought that was pretty nuts. We, oh, were, yeah. we were in it's, office alone. Yeah. And it is like 6.30 in the morning. Like you clock in and they hand you a cup. Yeah. Like They're there at 6.30 waiting <clears> for you. But dude, I prefer, I prefer the way the county does it because when I was enlisted, they literally had to watch the pee leave your dick hole into the cup. They would literally like <laughs> stare. I'm dead. I'm dead serious. I know. We, we know the yeah. delivery. Trust me. We your dick hole. I yeah. swear. And they well, were like, with squinting. my dick. His his cousin was terrible. Was a medic. Yeah, my cousin yeah. was a combat medic. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I met him. I've yeah. met him. You yeah. met. He, he yeah. brought the. He was with me the day we brought the Portland over. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we've we've heard some interesting stories. It's some interesting terrible, stories. Dude. Um, I remember the first time I ever did it. Because my stepdad, he did 20 years in the Navy, but he didn't prepare me for any of the things that sucked because he knew I would avoid going into the military if he told me. Yeah. So, like, I didn't know that you had to spread your cheeks at MEPS. Had no clue. They got to check you for damn, uh, not hernias. Hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. There you go. And I was like, the guy was like, all right, drop your drawers and turn around because he literally gives you a fucking feel up. You know what I mean? Like, it gives you a tug and a squeeze. Make sure you work down there. And then he's like, all right, turn around and bend over and spread them. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, was that the warm up? Like, what are we doing, like, what are we doing here? And Can you take me out to dinner first? Exactly. But the first time that I had to observe your analysis, dude, it took me like six tries to pee. Because it's not that I'm a super nervous peer. It's just that I wasn't expecting to have to pee in front of somebody, another grown ass man. And who was like dead laser focused on my junk. Was not you. And finally, he was like, I'm going to catheter to you. And I was like, all of a sudden, I have to pee. <laughs> like, let's rock and roll. I'd tell you yeah. one thing that's not happening. Maybe maybe this would be a good time to talk about it. What? I'm curious about what? Oh, just all the awkward interactions I've had with medical professionals. You want? Well, don't sound so damn excited. I'm interested. I mean, I, I've got a, I've got a handful of them. I don't have many cool ones. I just I got. I one. have a lot. I got one. A lot. Well, so if you want to, we we are about to clip three hours. 
other than our top fan, who do you think is still listening? You. <laughs> you guys should uh you guys should hide a like a code word in here somewhere and then it like ask somebody, did you listen to the whole episode? And they're like, Yeah, and they'd be like, What's the code word? What was the code word? And if they can't tell you the code word, they lied. Damn. That's, That's more. Do. I don't think I'm that crafty though. I was gonna bring something up to you guys. Um I'm gonna pitch something live on air here and see what you guys think. Bring about it right it. now. Yes. Three hours is a little hard to consume. Mm-hmm. So I know you guys have mentioned in other episodes, like we want to do three hours like that. It's not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna fucking do something we don't want to do. And if the conversation goes four hours, we'll do four hours. But have you guys thought about cutting sections out of podcasts and like upload them at like the end of the month, calling it greatest sits, greatest hits? No, just your, just your favorite, just your favorite little pieces of episodes. Well, it's just, so my view on that is one, we're still getting started. Right, and if if we have people who's dedicated enough to listen to us completely bullshit for three hours, and yeah, I, when we sit, when we get to no six months worth of episodes, I'd be more than happy to go through and clip them. We yep. already have so many though. We do have quite a bit. You're welcome. Yeah, mountains in Nebraska. Mountains, it's gonna be my <laughs> Maroon Five probably. Yeah, I've listened to I've listened to three episodes. There's been some clippable shit in there. That's oh, what yeah, made me think about it. There's oh, some yeah. good ones. Oh, sure. But a lot of the stuff is buried in like the midground, where like not a whole lot of people are going to make it that far. You know, that's true. Like two forty-five. And, mm. and you're not wrong. Yeah. But it's still, it's still like, I don't listen to podcasts at all. Right. I, I have not listened to one. What I have been doing here recently is on YouTube. I've been listening to a, a YouTube channel called Ben Wiki. Um, the guy who runs, uh, he has an app in that channel. It's called Ed Bullion, and he has had some great storytellers on that on that app, not app on the on the YouTube. And so, um, you know, I've been listening to those stories and the the episodes or the clips or whatever is like two hours long and gets me through that section of work. So. Well, I can say when we get to the point of having, say, six months worth of stuff, yeah, there's going to be a weekend that I know that we can't be able to do something. I'll be more than happy to go back and listen through them and, and get the clips. And all right, I cut this audio clip here, here, here. This is going to be a recap of the last six months. It's going to be May, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rainforest of Kansas. Hey, what time zone is Chicago in? Right. <laughs> you know? Talking about Little Spoon. And when Jared said, I wear her like a backpack. Oh, my God. That was funny. Throwing a hand grenade in a bus full of Jews or something. <clears> like no, that. it was a hand grenade behind the Jewish deli counter. That, yeah. Like, just random stuff like that. I'd be more than happy to bring them up. Sure. That was but, that was reference to a uh, certain female's anatomy. It was. Tracking. Yeah. Hand grenade behind the Jewish deli counter. That's episode five. Nice. Yeah. Jared and Mac. Yikes. <laughs> not Double her. yikes. No, well, no, 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 no. I wasn't saying that, but well, but uh but yeah, man, it's just we want to see if if one we can have an audience grow. Because right now I don't know how many followers we have. I can pull it up. It, it when I looked last, it was like twenty one or so. Which isn't bad for seven, eight episodes. Yeah. It's not bad, honestly. But uh, also, 
No, we've only told like really close friends of ours. Yeah, we haven't put this out to very many people. Yeah, there, there's it's not it's not out there, right? But now that our friend has sent us some stuff that we can actually use, and I can make a Facebook page and stuff like that for, like I'm going to do that here soon. I was going to ask her which one I could use. Um, like I said, I made a Twitter. Eventually, it's going to be to the point of. You know, I'll learn how to put these on YouTube and I'll, I'll upload them on YouTube. And, you know, when it gets, when it gets to that time, yeah, we're going to do something and, you know, we'll, we'll have some stuff that we may record fresh to throw in there with a code word. I'm like, Oh, Hey, if you can tell me what the code word is, I'll send you some merch. Right. Cause we want to get some hats made and some shirts and stuff like that. So many shirts. <sighs> I there's one shirt that I'm working on. I keep trying to figure out how to do. I want to get the state of Nebraska with <laughs> Josh holding a flag, like staking the ground and him going, I claim the mountains of Nebraska. Dude, it's going to be a shirt. And um, Or Illinois. <clears throat> what time is it? Have a Well, the thing is have Alabama at the bottom of the shirt and then Illinois at the, at the top. And just and go, what's the, the time? What time zone is this in? <laughs> The funny part is you can fit them both on the same t-shirt. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying, dude. That's awesome. It's a straight uh, line. Yeah. I'm glad that everybody has this information <laughs> but me. I mean, we were taught that in school, dude. I'm part of we. No, we weren't. <laughs> but It's all right. I have a similar story to that. The one you told. I remember. Kind of, it's actually in the, in the same in the same ballpark i called my mom from boot camp which is in chicago right outside of chicago i was like i don't know what time it is there mom but i love you and she ragged on me about that too <laughs> but the problem is i didn't know what fucking time it was there either all i knew was fucking late and cold that's all i knew about chicago but i remember yeah. i remember being like don't know what time it is there mom and i was like that was a stupid line and she saved she saved her make fun points all the way until she saw me and she was like what time is it <laughs> like well <laughs> He was like, whatever time it was there was the same time it was here. And when I heard that story on that second episode, I was like, <laughs> been there and done that. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. But. I'm not the only one that doesn't know the time. Fuck Chicago. How about that? I don't think that Mike got any of that. Fuck Chicago. <laughs> How about that? All right, there you go. I heard it that time. <laughs> we'll tell Mac to listen to that one section. Golly. Yeah, go three and a half hours deep. He's got a message for you. Three hours, five minutes. Listen, right. was she was she a fan of Chicago? Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Why? Because she's. I mean, she explained it. I don't. I don't think she's very far from there in her hometown. If I remember and Jared correctly. kept calling Chicago Chirac. Yeah. Chirac. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't enjoy my time there, man. I, when I, I didn't get out of there a second too late, dude. I was ready to go. I don't have an opinion. I've never been there. Me either. I've never been there. Don't have a desire to go. Yeah. There's a lot of cities. That I've been that I'd never go back to, like anywhere in Louisiana. Hey, I really that came up also. Yeah, it did. I feel like I'm on the negative side of this. No, you actually no, are not. not. You're absolutely correct. Mac was talking about, you know, she's always heard all these people talk so great about New Orleans, Louisiana, and all yeah, that. No, and I looked her in the face and said, "Well, let me be the first to tell you that Louisiana is a shithole." Yeah, dude. Absolutely. And then she's like, why? How's it so bad? I went there to enjoy this. And he's like, yeah, ask the white girl how her trip went. <laughs> yeah, ask the pretty white girl how it went. Yeah, dude. I, 
I I have nothing for no time for New Orleans. There's great people in that place, but goddamn getting to them is a pain in the ass. That's what I'm say good luck finding them. Like you're two and a half hours away, and you're going to be two and a half hours away for a long time. Yep. So you want to see me? Head east. Well, I tell you what, ain't no booming metropolis like Buckatuna, Mississippi. Buckatuna. Oh, Buckatuna with two ends. That's how you know they're classy. Yeah, you're right. Do you know there's an Intercourse, Alabama? Sure did. There's yep. an Intercourse, Pennsylvania as well. Really? There's also a. Uh, uh, there's a Hell, Michigan. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's I've a Hell, that. Michigan. Uh, Spitbox. There's a Spitbox, Alabama too. There's mm-hmm. a Pineapple, Alabama. Yep. That's where Sean Moody's hunting camp's at. Is it right really? Of there's some big ass deer over there. I've yep. heard. It's a good ride. I've I've hunted there several times and it always there's a it always cracks me up. Beat one, Alabama. They have a fire department. It's beat one fire department. That's pretty cool. That's like eighty sitcom. Yeah, that's pretty sick. I enjoy that. There's a lot of there's a lot of funny named place places in Mississippi, and not yeah. a whole lot of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers there are a little little. A little distorted. <laughs> You're not wrong. A little heavy on one Something's side. Something's in there. the water. <laughs> I know. Bro, there's a whole lot of something in the water in Mississippi. <sighs> yeah. Anywho's. But, Did you say meth? You yeah. beat me to it. <laughs> I, would, uh, I would prefer a trip to Mississippi over Louisiana any day. Yeah. I have friends over there I'd need to go see. Well, the roads in Jackson, Mississippi are not far from Louisiana quality. Man, there's a, there's a nice state park up there mm. in Jackson, Mississippi. And I want to go check it out sometime this year. And I just I haven't made the program yet. I haven't been able to get away on a weekend yet. Yeah. And dude, it's supposed to be like a super duper nice state park. And I'm a slut for state parks, dude. I've been to like all of them. I love them. I've yeah. never, never been to any Mississippi. Well, I've been to like the uh like Buccaneer State Park and uh whatever the other one is that's close to us. The ones that are right over the state line, I've been to them. Oh, I haven't been any. I've never been to the actual nice part of Mississippi. <laughs> I've always stayed in like the Gulfport area. Is there a nice oh. part to Mississippi? Supposedly so, judging by those pictures. <laughs> well, three hours doesn't bother me, man. It really so does. That's something I had to think of that, you know, we would potentially have this conversation without mics anyway. Right. They just go on and on and on. Which is another reason why we said that however it goes is how it goes. Because yeah. if we had this conversation not being recorded is still going to happen. Yeah, 100%. So, I was just thinking of trying to chop up y'all like the moments that y'all y'all obviously have some pretty fond moments. Y'all brought up a handful just there when I asked. I was just thinking maybe chopping up just those ones and kind of throwing them out at the at the, you know, end of the month or at the end of uh, 6 months. So I think we need to get more material material out, get more of a concentrated listening audience that yeah. that knows that we're going to go as long as we want to go. Yeah. And just is okay with it. If you do decide to do that, can my name be put in the hat? The greatest, oh, yeah. The greatest sits thing. I think that's sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, I, mean, I mean, he, he right. got a good guffaw at your hat comments. <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> well, Fair. I just meant the name. I just meant the name of it. Oh, don't, oh, yeah. Oh. They'll be thrown in there. The greatest, don't worry. The greatest sits. I thought that was fantastic. It, it was, got all over me when I thought of it. I was like, got to mention that. <laughs> Okay. I mean, one one of the best ones so far still to me is whenever John Stewart introduced himself the second time. I got the memory of a goldfish. Yeah, I have the attention span of a goldfish. It was That's great. The, it's, that's the, it's the second episode, episode with him. Six. 
Yeah, it's the next episode with him in it. But that one's titled "The Bromance." I think I listened to two, three, four. Well, that five is five is good. Six is you need to have at least five or six towels in your vehicle. Yeah, listening to episodes it's gonna six. get humid. I have an outdoor studio or a stereo. I'll just do that. Oh yeah, even better. That'd be real good. You're gonna need it. And I'll just drain all the excess moist yeah. into the pool. Do it. Oh man, I don't like. I don't like the thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. On that note, everybody, I think we might need to call it. I yeah. don't like what I just suggested. <laughs> well, Mr. Weaver, it has been a pleasure. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's been enjoyable. It's been a good one. It's been a really good one. I appreciate the invitation. Thank you for coming in on a Saturday because typically we record on Sundays, but you know, with tomorrow being Easter. Easter we uh, we had to back up and punt and shift, and Mr. Weaver was like, I will definitely come in on a Saturday. And for whoever's still listening that may potentially be on the show one day, bonus points for Cody because he brought food. He did. He, he did. did. I was getting ready to ask, do we need to go get more food? We definitely do, but it's awfully dark over there towards Gurus. You guys are keeping Waffle House in business. We are doing our best. Because I've heard best. you guys mention Waffle House a few times at the end of episode. We are right. doing our okay, best. So Do you want to go to Waffle House? You have a choice. When Guru's closes, you have a choice of McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, Waffle House, Sonic, Public Buffet, and Subway. What a name. Public Buffet. Public Buffet. It's yeah. actually tolerable. It is now. But out of them seven that I named off. Or El Rodeo. It's, it's 8 o'clock. They're still up on a Saturday. What time do they close on Saturdays? Probably 9 or 10. Anyways, so out of them eight, the ones I'm already kicking out the list is McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Sonic, mm, probably Subway. So now I'm left with El Radio, Waffle House, Public Buffet. Waffle House for sure. Yeah. That's that's why, man. Where are y'all at on the Waffle House IHOP debate? Fuck IHOP. IHOP sucks shit. You know, legit question. Do you know what IHOP has that no one else I've ever sat down and ate at a restaurant has? Food that will choke a fucking donkey. I am so in on the Waffle House. I'm listening. Uh, you got, yeah, I'm intrigued. Just you so really bad. got me now. Dude, I stopped at, I was in Sanford, Florida, and I stopped in an IHOP. And the only thing they had on the fucking menu was the driest chicken sandwich I have ever ate in my entire fucking life. Like, they were, they had to be legally obligated to, like, slide me a glass of water or something. Because it was so dry, dude. Like, if you want to kill your grandpa, take him to the Sanford IHOP. That has been the greatest hits. Oh my god! Because uh, he's gonna stop chewing at some point. <laughs> Grandpa called his last crappie boys. He's, he's done for. He takes a breath and it's just crumbs. God <laughs> Almighty, dude, it's so bad. We but were one liners. I say that to say I'm on board with you guys on the Waffle House gig. I hear you. Gonna say, man, we don't choose Waffle House for no reason. But then again, I also have a very good friend of mine there that will cook us anything we want. He does not care. He's like, so I had a bacon, a bacon wrapped grilled chicken sandwich. All right. Yeah, it was delicious. So there's that. And then I had 
Um, another thing he's done for me is he'll take the waffle batter and he will fix up a certain amount of waffle batter, put the, he'll, and he'll do the grilled chicken for me. And then he will dip the grilled chicken in waffle batter and then cook, <laughs> then make it's a, a lot, waffle. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's delicious though. It's delicious. Um, another thing he did recently for us, um, is called a 30, 30, 30 burger. Is thirty percent ham, thirty percent uh, beef, thirty percent of um, like steak. So he cut it all up, made it into one patty, and then he made a fried egg with cheese and stuck it on top. It was yeah. it was delicious. Crazy. Yeah, he's just like I was bored. I wanted to cook it, and it was wonderful. It was fantastic. It wonderful. It was. I used to work at a Denny's. I'm, I'll wrap this up, but. I used to work no, it, it's good. You're fine. Well, You're okay. y- y'all already closed the fucking show. No, we <laughs> didn't. Like, Hold on. We're still we talking. Re- rewind. But uh, huh. I used to work at a Denny's and I had that same fucking, that same creative control. I could tell the cooks whatever I wanted. They'd make it. But I'm going to say something very controversial. I think Denny's is better than Waffle House. Get the fuck out dude, my house. I'm a Denny's you. slut, dude. I love it. And that's your call. That's fine. But, but IHOP, wrong. fuck IHOP. You're wrong. On fuck IHOP? No, on Denny's being better than Waffle House. Yeah. Well, that's probably more of an indictment on me than it is Waffle House. It probably House. is. <laughs> I've only had Denny's one time in my life, so I can't add to that topic. Man, you Denny's. seem pretty pretty upset about it. Yeah. I've had well, Denny's enough to where I don't go back. I mean, what, I'm not going back to Was it the food IHOP. or the waitresses? <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Denny's is fantastic because... You want pancakes? We got pancakes. You want waffles? We got waffles. You want Chinese ribs? We got them. You want a fucking pot Wait, roast? What? You got a pot roast sandwich? We got one. <laughs> Dude, whatever you, you want. You want a taco? Mm. We got them. Whatever you want when you walk into a Denny's, you're 100% assured that it's on the fucking menu. All right. You want fucking ahi-ahi? We fucking got it. I may have to go try that Dude, again. I'm Maybe I need to go with you. It's, it's fucking, it's underrated. I definitely, I think I definitely need to go with you. There's not a cult following like there is with Waffle House. And there's not regulars like there is a Waffle House. Well, in most places. But, dude, I'm telling you, you want a Sriracha burger? We got you. Uh, I'm over Sriracha. But the option's nice. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You want an eight-page menu? We got it. <laughs> you want to be inundated with options? We got it. You know what I like? Bojangles. No. I was going to say Golden Corral. Okay. I mean, I'm built by buffets, though. <laughs> Body by buffet. Why is that so funny? Because <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> you said it. Yeah, I said it. I said it about me. Yeah, I agreed. What I'm happened not- to this positivity? I'm positive you're built by buffet. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Puff. I only eat when I'm sad. Now I'm real fucking sad. Fine, I'll buy your dinner tonight and make it up for you. Oh. How about that. All right. I told you this is a one this is one of my absolute favorite fucking human beings on this earth right here. I would do some sketchy shit for this man. Would never mind. <laughs> Not with my eyes open. <laughs> I, I was gonna go there. Maybe with sunglasses so he can't see it. <laughs> The Kanye West sunglasses, the ones that have the the shutter shades. Ah, uh, sure, just, yeah, just for his enjoyment. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Right, really? shutter shades. 
Uh, I got an idea what you're talking okay, about. Okay, cool. So you're out on the shutter shades. I didn't say no. I just don't know what they are. Cool. Google. I, I feel like I've left this house a better place. You, you, <laughs> you have brought so much knowledge into this room. You've done so well. Oh man, this is this is fantastic. This is great. But, yeah, I guess it's time to go find food because you're sad now. I was. Well, I mean, I was hungry when we started. Don't don't you say ate, yourself short. You ate half a pizza before we started. I have eaten before every single one of our podcasts, and then you eat immediately after. Yes. By the way, are you down for Waffle House? Absolutely. Unless, there's, right. a, unless there's a Denny's in the There's area. not a Denny's. Not anywhere city. near here. I'm just not down for IHOP. That's fine. There's not well, one we're of those down either. for not IHOP, too. Yeah, the last IHOP that I know of got absolutely demolished. So, well, On that note, ladies and gentlemen, for Mr. Giles, for Mr. Weaver, I am Josh. This has been the Sofa Chronicles, and we are out. Thanks, have, everybody. Have a good time, everybody.